leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. From the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain, he's got it. Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike. To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Jabbar is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. From a time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe. From way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James! And rings were handed out like candy. Here's Jordan. It's Duncan Dynasty with your host, Garrett Bougay, and it starts right now. Hello and welcome to a League Pass radio edition of Duncan Dynasty. If you've never listened to a uh, League Pass radio episode before, uh, I, your host, Garrett Bougay, will be uh, bringing you live play-by-play of uh, an NBA game, I will be uh, talking throughout the uh, the commercial breaks, so uh, I won't be going anywhere for the next two and a half to three hours or so. The game I'm doing tonight is a a real good one, uh, a battle between the number one seed in the East versus the number one seed in the West. It's the Utah Jazz taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. If you've uh, if you've got any uh, questions or comments, uh, something you'd like me to talk about uh, during the game, feel free to uh, uh, send a send a tweet my way at Garrett Bougay. That's G A R R E T T B U G A Y. I'll be happy to to answer any and all questions. But I will also be providing some uh, advanced stats as well that I've. Uh, uh, prepped for uh, for both teams, not only the, the teams themselves, but a lot of the individual player stats. I get all of my stats uh, from uh, Cleaning the Glass, which is a great uh, a great uh, a great site. Uh, so uh, yeah, I will be uh, providing a lot of uh, advanced stats stuff that you don't hear on a uh, typical uh, typical broadcast. And uh, yeah, I've, I've got a uh, background in uh, in radio, so I will be bringing. Uh, Giving you a, a radio broadcast helps uh, fill the uh, the air as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, hope you hope you enjoy. Hope you stick around. And uh, if you've never listened to uh, this podcast before, uh, me along with my co-host Corbin Ford uh, will will be bringing you episodes just about every Wednesday. We talk about uh, the NBA and. Uh, 
Uh, we talk about the entirety of the league. We'll uh, we'll go over various teams. A few weeks ago, Corbin and I did an episode on NBA tiers, where uh, we we went through and ranked all 30 NBA teams into five different categories. Last week, I had uh, Evan Dial on to uh, to pick our All Star teams. Of course, the All Star game happening here shortly, uh, this upcoming Sunday, will uh, will be All Star Day. So next week, I probably will, will plan on having an episode talking about that, the, the dunk contest, the three-point contest, and the game itself all uh, taking place on the same day. And uh, we're going to get the Elam ending again, so maybe we'll get another good quarter and a half or so where uh, the, the greatest players in the world are uh, actually trying. Uh, that's, that's the hope. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, you know, if if uh, if you haven't yet, please uh, like and uh, rate and review and subscribe on uh, the, the the podcast. Duncan Dynasty is on iTunes and, and Spotify, pretty much uh, any uh, major podcast player. Uh, we're on there, so uh, please check us out. And uh, if you can give us five stars, that's that's uh, much appreciated. But. Uh, Going into this matchup tonight, again, I mentioned two of the best teams in the NBA, the Jazz sitting at 27-8 and eight overall. They are first in the Western Conference, second in offensive rating, second in defensive rating, and number one in net rating at plus 12. They, uh, in their previous game, they, they lost to the Pelicans on Monday, 129-124. to For the home team, the Philadelphia 76ers, they're sitting at 23-12, which is good for first in the Eastern Conference standings, although Brooklyn is uh, right on their heels. The Sixers are 14th in offense, 6th in defense, 8th in net rating at plus 3. And uh, in their most recent game, they beat the Pacers. On, uh, on Monday night, 130-114. to 114. The last matchup between these two teams came just a few weeks ago, February 15th. The Jazz won that one 134-123. to 123. Uh, Embiid did not play in that one, but uh, Simmons did have a career-high 42 points and uh, really was, was a lot more aggressive. I've got some, some interesting stats on that that I'll, uh, I'll talk about a little bit later. But... Uh, the, uh, the the matchup tonight between Embiid and Gobert should be a real fun one. Uh, Embiid having, uh, aside from Jokic, maybe the, the second-best offensive season out of a center. And uh, Gobert, you know, the, the favorite for defensive player of the year. So a nice, uh, a nice matchup there. And they're actually only playing each other for the fourth time. The, uh, the, the Jazz and Sixers have met up 14 times since the two have been in the league. But, uh, you know, with Embiid missing his first couple of years, he, uh, you know, wasn't able to play, and, and yeah, they, both guys have just uh, been out at various times. So uh, a rare matchup that's, that'll be real fun. Starting lineups for the Sixers, uh, Tobias Harris was questionable coming in, but he will play. So uh, their, their uh, go-to starting lineup with uh, Simmons and Curry in the backcourt. Then uh, they've got Tobias Harris and... Uh, Danny Green in the front court, and then Joel Embiid at center. The Utah Jazz, I believe, will go with their typical starting lineup of Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt with uh, Royce O'Neal and uh, Boyan Bogdanovich in the front court and uh, Rudy Gobert at center. 
The officiating crew for tonight's game, Sean Corbin, Michael Smith, and Brandon Adair. Yeah, again, the, the last meeting was, was a crazy offensive showdown because the Sixers went with, uh, <laughs> went with a, uh, a five out lineup since Embiid didn't play. They went with Mike Scott at center, so uh, they went real small and just tried to outscore the Jazz, and, and neither team could really get too many stops in, in, that, uh, in that ball game. So I expect a little bit more defense this time around with both teams uh, featuring their their, uh, their all-star center. The Jazz in their all-white road uniforms with the, uh, the navy blue lettering and uh, some, some blue and gold trim. The Sixers in their all-red home uniforms with the blue trim and lettering, and, and white lettering, I should say, as we're about to tip it off. And Rudy Gobert wins it for the Jazz, and one of the officials took a tumble there as uh, Donovan Mitchell will walk it into the front court. The Jazz going from right to left here in this opening quarter. Mitchell tries to find Royce O'Neal on the cut ball, poked away, picked up by Gobert. He hands it to Bogdanovich right wing. Bogdanovich gets a screen. Beautiful hesitation move at the free throw line, and he finishes on the left side of the rim off the glass with the left hand. So the Jazz get the first bucket of the ball game. Here's Ben Simmons with the basketball on the left wing. He's looking for Harris, now throws it up top to Seth Curry. Curry rejects the screen, throws it up top to Embiid. Embiid spins at the free throw line against Gobert. Fadeaway 15-footer is pure. Joel Embiid, one of the best mid-range shooters in the NBA this season. Knots the contest at two. Here's Conley with the ball right wing, gets a staggered screen, throws it back. Pick and pop to Mitchell on the right wing. His three is short. Rebound Embiid, he gets it to Simmons. Simmons over to the left wing, guarded by O'Neal. He'll back down, gets into the paint. Right hand jump hook across the lane goes. Ben Simmons has gotten a lot more aggressive and uh, confident with that move as uh, the Sixers lead it 4-2, to 10.47 to go in the first. Here's a pass from Gobert deflected by Simmons, but it's picked up by Mitchell. Throws it right wing to O'Neal into the corner to Bogdanovich. He drives on Harris, but Harris strips him as he tries to get the layup, and he'll find Simmons. Four on four fast break. Simmons kicks into the corner, Danny Green. Green drives right into the paint. His scoop shot is short, but Mitchell can't come up with the rebound, and it falls right into the lap of Ben Simmons, who gets the easy bucket. Philadelphia 6, Utah 2 here, as uh, Mitchell, unable to snag that rebound, cost his team two points. He has the ball at the top of the key, throws it right wing to Conley, gets a screen from Gobert, snakes the pick. Fall away on the right side from 16 feet is no good. Rebound Harris. He'll get it to Simmons. Simmons over the right wing into the corner. Now we'll back down on O'Neal. Simmons continuing to get into the paint. Kicks it out. Embiid fakes the three on the left wing. Now we'll dribble against Gobert. We'll dribble left looking for a handoff for Curry. Gets it to him. Curry to the line to the lane. A beautiful late pass to Embiid as Gobert came over to contest the layup. And Embiid able to finish on the left side of the rim off the glass. So Philly with a strong start, leading at 8-2, to 9.35 to go in this first quarter. Here's Conley, gets doubled, finds Gobert, kicks it left wing. Mitchell fakes the three, drives into the paint, kicks it into the right corner to Conley, behind the back to Mitchell right side. Mitchell finds it up top to Gobert. Gobert with four on the shot clock, can't find anybody, gets it to Mitchell. Mitchell will have to take a step back three as the shot clock expires and he drills it. 
A desperation heave falls for the Jazz. And that cuts the Sixers' lead to three. Here's Embiid isolating against Gobert. His pull-up is no good. Rebound Mitchell. He'll attack three Sixers and gets it to go. Ben Simmons got his hand on the basketball, but Mitchell using his strength to uh, force it up and in. Here's Tobias Harris. The basketball gets a screen from Embiid. Snakes it over to the left side. Will pull up from 17. That's off the heel. No good. Rebound Mitchell. Mitchell with the one-hand board will push it into the front court, gets a screen from Gobert, dribbles over the right wing, pulls up for three, and drills it. So the Utah Jazz now take a 10-8 lead as we approach the eight-and-a-half-minute mark of the first period. Here's Simmons up top to Harris. Harris dribbles left, pulls up from 13, had to put a lot of loft on that one because Gobert contested, but he gets it to go. And we are knotted up at 10. Here's Conley, gets a staggered screen at the top, dribbling right. Throws the lob up to Gobert, but he can't finish. He was wanting a foul call, and then in transition, the Sixers had a three-on-one break, and I believe it's Mike Connolly that gets his hand in there and, and uh, commits the Euro foul to, to prevent the transition opportunity, and Philadelphia will take it out. 10-10, 8-11 ago in this first quarter. I, I mentioned I thought this might be a defensive affair, at least compared to the first game uh, first matchup and so far that has not been the case here's Harris with the basketball dribbles left gets all the way to the bucket but Gobert able to uh, intimidate and force the miss here's Mitchell with the basketball again double screen up top will pull up again and this time he's short Green with the rebound gets it to Simmons Simmons dribbling into the front court over to the left wing now we'll back down against Royce O'Neal 15 on the shot clock. Simmons backing down, gets bumped, drives across the lane, finds Danny Green, right corner three. That one rattles out. Rebound O'Neal. O'Neal finds Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich dribbles over the right corner. Now will back down against the smaller Seth Curry. Continues to back him down, turns over the right shoulder, and hits the 13-footer. Beautiful shot there from Bogdanovich. He's got a uh, you know an underrated post game. He can take advantage of those smaller defenders. Here's Embiid, hands it off to Curry. Curry at the top, crosses over, dribbles left, gets the screen, shot fakes, pulls up from 17 and hits. Beautiful fake there to let uh, Donovan Mitchell fly by, and then he had the opportunity to, to fire a standstill jumper. 12-12 here, seven minutes to go in this opening period. Bogdanovich up top to Gobert. Gobert hands it off to Bogdanovich, dribbles right to the elbow, and then gets into the paint, has the ball poked away, picks it back up. Now will back down against Green, fall away again over the right shoulder and hits. Bogdanovich with back-to-back -back buckets taking advantage of smaller Philly defenders. Here's Danny Green looking for Joel Embiid on the right block. He'll face up against Gobert. Jab step, fake. Now he'll take that jumper. That one's no good. Embiid has been so good with those face-up jumpers this season. Mitchell tries to find Royce O'Neal in the left corner, but uh, Danny Green pokes it out of bounds. It will remain with the Jazz with 6.22 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, Bogdanovich is showing great patience on those back-to-back uh, post-up jumpers. You know, just working his way inside, getting them to, uh, you know, getting them into the, getting two feet into the paint and then just turning over their right shoulder. That last one over Danny Green looked a little bit like a, a Dirk Nowitzki one-legger or one-legged fadeaway.
So again, I will be bringing you advanced stats and uh, live play-by-play -play throughout the uh, the night, and uh, we'll be taking no commercial breaks. So you can stick with me for the next uh, few hours. I'll uh, also keep you updated on the scores from around the league. Of course, this is one of the early games going on now, 7 o'clock start on the East Coast. Another game, uh, another a couple of games already started, including the uh, the Pacers and the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers on a nice little uh, win streak. Cavs at home to Indiana. They're leading 12 to 10 with 8:35 to go in the first quarter. And then the Toronto Raptors hosting the Detroit Pistons. And uh, Toronto leads it uh, 13 to 6 with 8:45 to go in the first quarter. Again, the Jazz leading the, the Sixers in this one, 14 to 12, 6:22 in this uh, in this opening period. So far, leading the way for uh, the Jazz is Donovan Mitchell. He's got eight points on three of five from the field, including two of four from downtown. Bogdanovich also has a quick six with uh, three of four shooting. So the two of them have uh, combined for all 14 of the uh, the Jazz points so far. For Philadelphia, it's uh, Embiid and Simmons both with four. And then Tobias Harris and Curry with two each. A little bit more balanced of an attack for, uh, for Philadelphia in the early going. Interesting. I'm, I'm watching the, uh, the Jazz broadcast here on League Pass and... Uh, they're, they're showing Bogdanovich's uh, home and road splits, averaging 18 points per game on the road and 13 at home, and shooting 47% from three on the road and, and just 33% at home. I remember Ryan Anderson for the Rockets back in the day had similar uh, home road splits, was always a better shooter on the road. Mitchell will inbound it from the, uh, the near sideline in the front court. We'll get it into Favors, who has checked in now for Utah. Mitchell, guarded by Simmons, will find Bogdanovich at the right elbow. Now he'll dribble it back out. He's got a switch with Embiid. Ten on the shot clock. Bogdanovich will look to attack. Now we'll step back and take the three from the left wing, and that one's off the back of the iron. No good. Rebound Simmons. He'll throw a beautiful lob pass to Embiid. It was right on the money, but Embiid bobbled it out of bounds. Embiid uh, taps his chest to, to indicate that uh, that was his fault. As we hit the halfway mark of this opening quarter, Utah 14, Philadelphia 12. Here's Mitchell with the basketball, dribbling with the right hand at the top. Gets a screen from Favors. Tries to scoop it around MB, but can't get it to go. Rebound Danny Green. He'll kick it to Seth Curry. Curry now on the left side will get a screen from MB. Driving right, gets over to the right elbow. Fakes the shot, now kicks it left wing to Harris. Back up top to Curry. He'll take the three. That one's no good. Rebound Bogdanovich. Curry got a, a pretty decent look there, but he's been struggling as of late. Bogdanovich drives left, a beautiful skip pass to the uh, left corner, excuse me, drives right and a skip pass to the left corner to Ingles, but he can't hit the shot. And back in transition comes Philadelphia, Danny Green in the right corner for three, no good. Rebound O'Neal. O'Neal will kick it to Mitchell. Mitchell up top to Ingles. Ingles left wing to O'Neal. O'Neal to Derek Favors. 
up top to Mitchell. Ten on the shot clock. Mitchell will reject the screen, drives right, will attack Embiid, and finishes over Embiid with the right hand off the glass. Tough finish there from Mitchell. Embiid was in decent position, showed verticality. So Utah's lead back up to four. Here's uh, Simmons. He'll throw it right wing to Curry. Curry drives left, shoots from the top of the key. That one's no good. Rebound Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich, right wing to Ingles, gets a screen from Favors, gets to the free throw line. Now crosses over, now will dribble it back out. Guarded by Danny Green. 12 on the shot clock, they'll run it again. Favors with the screen. Ingles dribbles over to the right wing, pulls up from three and drills it. Embiid, of course, dropping way back in that conservative defensive scheme, and Ingles made him pay that time. And the Jazz lead it 19-12. Danny Green throws it to the left block to Embiid. Embiid facing up against Favors. Will face up and take the 13-footer and drill it. Joel Embiid cuts the Jazz lead to five as we approach four minutes to go in the first. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Right wing will get a staggered screen. Now snakes it. Gets over to the right elbow. Finds a cutting Royce O'Neal. A beautiful pass across the court to Derek Favors, who is in the short corner on the left side. And he puts up a little right-hand push shot that goes. Utah 21, Philadelphia 14. Again, Philly will post up Embiid on the left block. Guarded by Favors. Again, Embiid facing up. Jab steps. We'll take the jumper again and drill it again. Joel Embiid has been so consistent with that shot. And he cuts the Jazz lead to five. Here's Mitchell again. Rejects the screen. Gets right in the lane. A beautiful bounce pass between a couple of Philadelphia defenders. And Favors gets an easy flush on the left side of the rim. He got that pass right between... Ben Simmons and Embiid. Simmons throws it left wing to Green again. Onto the block to Embiid, facing up. Tries to throw it inside to Simmons. The pass is deflected. Royce O'Neal tries to save it, but it ends up in the hands of Danny Green, left wing. That throws it over to Embiid in the corner, and he is fouled, taking a jumper. Not sure if it's going to be two or three shots on this one. Yeah, I'd like to see another replay, but it looks like maybe Mitchell... Yeah, we'll see here. No, it, uh, at first I thought he, he might have thrown that pass between Simmons' legs, but no, just got it right in between Simmons and Embiid as they sort of doubled him there. So Embiid at the line, again, not quite sure. I didn't get to see the uh, referee's signal whether it was two or three free throws. But Embiid knocks down the first. Embiid uh, having an excellent season offensively. I mentioned the uh, the shooting from uh, 15 to 19 feet, 54% and 65% from 20 to 24 feet. Just incredible. He's also shooting 86% from the free throw line, and he's getting there over 12 times a night as he knocks down both free throws here, and that cuts the Jazz lead to 23 to 18 with 3.01 to go in the first, and Quinn Snyder will take time. Embiid also uh, a big part of his uh, offensive success getting to that line. I mentioned uh, shooting over 12 a night. He draws shooting fouls on 20.5% of his shot attempts. So uh, really uh, making it difficult to defend him, not only that jumper, but then he can he can take that. Uh, he loves the left side of the floor for those face-ups. He loves that left, left-hand baseline drive, and he draws fouls a ton on, on that uh, on that portion of the floor. He's actually the leading scorer. I saw a, a tweet from Kurt Goldsberry today. Uh, 
He's the leading scorer in that left sort of short corner range, and I think a large part of that is due to him drawing a ton of fouls driving that baseline. So uh, looking at these, uh, you know, these teams and, and some of the interesting things that I that I noticed again, looking at the stats on cleaning the glass, the uh, the Sixers are one of the best transition offenses in the NBA. They're fifth in the league in uh, transition frequency, eighth in points per play. But uh, you know, you saw this in their loss that they had recently to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they have been a, a really poor transition defensive team. Uh, they just got killed, especially in the first half of that game. Uh, they they are 27th in the uh, in the association in uh, transition frequency uh, defensively, so their opponents are getting out and running very often against them, and uh, you know a little bit below average as well. 17th in in points allowed in transition to their uh, to their opposition. So uh, you know they're they're a team that kind of is uh, you know lives in transition on offense and kind of dies in transition on defense. Uh, the In terms of the half-court play, the Sixers are third in half-court defense. So when they can uh, when they can force their opponents to, to play them in the half-court with their, de- their set defense, they've been pretty dominant. But then on the offensive end, they've been pretty mediocre. They're 22nd in, in half-court offense. But uh, looking at the Jazz and why this is kind of an interesting uh, matchup is, you know, I mentioned the the Sixers' struggles in transition defense. The Jazz are one of the the most efficient transition offenses in the league. A 135 offensive rating in transition off of live rebounds, which is number one in the NBA. And uh, the Jazz, of course, I mentioned the uh, the incredible net rating, their their great record at the outset, they're second in half-court defense and third in half-court offense. So they're really good in, in all facets of the game. As we're back from, from commercial here, Joel Embiid with a quick 10 uh, on four of six shooting and a couple, uh, two of two from the free throw line as Utah again out of the timeout going from right to left in this opening quarter as we've got uh, just under three minutes to go in this first period. Utah 23, Philadelphia 18. Gobert with the basketball left wing, hands it off to Conley. Conley sidesteps to the left and hits the left wing three as uh, Seth Curry tried to navigate the pick, but uh, Conley able to uh, to create the space and drill the triple. So Utah's lead up to eight now as Simmons over on the left wing again looking for Embiid. Gobert back out there now for Utah. And Embiid drives baseline, has the ball poked away, he tried to draw a foul, but uh, the ball just uh, ends up right back in his hands and he gets the easy bucket. Utah 26, Philadelphia 20 here. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Mitchell, Clarkson, Gobert, Niang, and Ingles for the Jazz. As Ingles now with the basketball on the left wing, throws it up top to Gobert, back to Ingles. Now gets a screen going left. A beautiful pocket pass, but a little behind Gobert, and he dropped it. Picked up by Curry. Here's Simmons, throws it right wing. Scott into the corner to Korkmaz. He'll fire the three and gets fouled by Niang on the attempt. One of those I'm not a big fan of as uh, it looked like Korkmaz kind of uh, had an unnatural shooting motion where he jumped forward into the shot to create the contact. I'd like to see that uh, be a no call. But uh, I I think that'll be two free throws again because he stepped in. So it's Korkmaz, Embiid, Scott, 
Simmons and Curry, I believe, on the floor for the Sixers. As uh, Korkmaz knocks down the first. The Jazz also one of the keys to why there's, they've been so successful this season as uh, he hits the second. Korkmaz will get three free throws here. Uh, one of the keys to the Jazz success, they're number one in the NBA in three-point attempt rate. 45.4% uh, of their shot attempts are from downtown. And they're also number one in the NBA in three-point attempt rate on defense. Their opponents only take 31.4% of their attempts from downtown. So uh, they typically win the three-point contest, especially given how well they've shot the ball this season. Here's Joe Ingles, right wing three. That one is good, but we've got a foul off the ball. Looks like Korkmaz is going to be called for it as he tried to navigate the screen. The Jazz are wanting that, uh, that bucket to count, but I think the foul occurred before the release. But yeah, that's the, that's the Gobert effect. As, uh, on defense, the Jazz uh, uh, recognize that he can cover up a lot of their mistakes. So they, they pressure on the perimeter, realizing that they can funnel the ball handlers to Gobert. As Gobert gets pressured by Dwight Howard, who's checked in, he drives into the paint, then kicks it out to George Nieg, and he drills the left wing three. So Gobert acting as playmaker on that possession, and the Jazz lead at 29-23. Here's Korkmaz, sidestep three to his left, and drills it. Beautiful movement off the ball. It got him uh, with a defender chasing, and that little ball fake sidestep got the uh, open shot. Here's Ingles with the basketball, gets a screen from Gobert, gets Korkmaz behind him, dribbles over towards the left corner. Now we'll back it out. Ten on the shot clock. Ingles dribbling with his right hand on the left wing, up top to Clarkson. He'll fire the straight on three. That one banks in. Don't think Clarkson called that one, but uh, it, they all count. The Jazz lead at 32-26 as we had a minute to go in this opening quarter. Here's Shake Milton with the ball for Philly. Gets a screen from Howard. He'll drive right, takes a fallaway jumper from 17 feet. Can't get it to go. Rebound Ingles. Ingles will hand it off to Clarkson. Clarkson hesitation move, gets into the paint and draws the foul on Korkmaz. Korkmaz can't believe it, but it looked like he hacked him on the arm there. So Clarkson will get two free throws. I mentioned Gobert's effect, uh, which, you know, helps the Jazz defend the three-point line better than anybody else in the NBA. And then on offense, his, uh, his vertical spacing, his gravity rolling to the rim sucks in the defense and opens up so many uh, three-point shooting opportunities, as, including the most valuable corner three-point opportunities for his teammates. So Gobert having a major impact on the way this team plays stylistically and also why they're they're so successful. The first free throw from Clarkson is good. He's got one more here, and he hits. So he extends the Jazz lead to 34-26, 43 seconds to go in the first. Here's Milton with the basketball, try to get a two-for-one here for Philly. Dribbles over to the right wing, gets a screen from Howard, throws it left wing to Scott. Scott, guarded by Ingles, now will hand it off to Korkmaz. 32 on the game clock. Korkmaz hands it to, uh, throws it cross court to Howard, who will drive in on Gobert. Can't finish with the left hand off the glass that hung on the front of the rim and then fell off. But uh, we've seen Gobert and Howard attacking off the dribble here in the first quarter, a sight that uh, is rarely seen. As the Jazz, with just about a two second differential, will take the final shot here in this opening quarter. Here's Mike Conley with the basketball, gets a screen from Ingles over to the right wing, switched onto by Korkmaz. He'll cross over, gets to his left hand, gets into the paint, puts up the floater, rattles out, rebound Howard, and he will not get his shot off as the 
buzzer expires here in the first quarter. With the score, the Utah Jazz 34 and the Philadelphia 76ers 26. So again, you know, looking at the, the, the team stats, I mentioned, you know, I mentioned a lot of why the, the Jazz are having so much success this season. Uh, despite the Sixers record, again, at 23-12, leading the East, uh, just eighth in net rating, only outscoring their opponents by three points per 100 possessions. Uh, you know, not the dominant team that the record would suggest. And again, the half-court play, especially being 22nd in half-court offense, has got to be concerning for Doc Rivers and his coaching staff. Uh, especially when you get into the playoffs and, and maybe teams are able to, uh, you know, somewhat take away the uh, the transition play, although the stats have uh, changed on that uh, over the years. In the in the mid-2000s, I think the game was able to, in the playoffs, it, it grinded to a complete halt, whereas uh, in in more recent years, transition play has, has been able to be more... Uh, you know, replicable from, from regular season to, to postseason play. So looking at the uh, the first quarter stats, the Utah Jazz shooting 59.1% from the field, 13 of 22, 6 of 10 from downtown. They've made their only two free throws on the night. They've got six assists to just two turnovers and uh, one steal, no blocks, and uh, three different players have committed personal fouls, Mitchell, Niang, and uh, Clarkson, or excuse me, Favors. Leading the way for the Jazz, it's Donovan Mitchell. He's got 10 points on four of seven from the field. Bogdanovich with six on three of five shooting. Off the bench, the Jazz have already gotten uh, 15 points Jordan Clarkson with five, Favors with four, Niang and Ingles both with three due to uh, drilling three-point jumpers. For Philadelphia, they shot 10 of 22 in that opening quarter, 47.6%, just one of five from downtown, five of five from the free-throw line. Uh, they, uh, they had four assists and two turnovers, two steals and a block uh, in Two team fouls in total, both committed by Korkmaz in that first quarter. Leading the way for the Sixers, Joel Embiid with 12 points on 5 of 7 as we start the second quarter. Shake Milton with the basketball for the Sixers going from left to right here to start the second period. It's Milton, Scott, Howard, Theibel, and Korkmaz for Philly. As uh, Milton throws the uh, pocket pass to Howard on the pick and roll. Howard on the right side of the lane can't finish with that jump hook. Here's Ingles with the basketball for Utah going left of the lane. A beautiful pass fake, something that he's perfected over the years, and he finishes with his left hand off the glass. Able to uh, get that uh, roll man defender to, uh, to bite on that pass fake. Here's Milton, the basketball, left elbow. Beautiful hesitation against Gobert, and he scoops it under the arm of Gobert on the left side with the left hand and just out of the reach of the shot blocker's fingertips. Here's Conley with the ball, left wing, gets a staggered screen, gets to the right elbow, finds Gobert on the roll, can't finish, gets his own rebound, puts it up and in off the glass with the left hand. So Gobert gives the Jazz a 38-28 lead as we're just over a minute into this second quarter. It's for, for the Jazz as Milton takes a floater from the free throw line and gets it to go with the right hand. 
For Utah, it's Conley, Ingles, Gobert, Niang, and Clarkson to start this second quarter. Conley throws it right wing to Clarkson, dribbles into the corner, guarded by Thibel. Good defense there. Clarkson finds a pocket pass to Gobert, gets into the paint, kicks it out. Conley, left wing to Ingles, drives into the paint, finds Clarkson right corner, shot fake, kicks it up top to Conley, and it looks like we've got a offensive three seconds called on uh, Rudy Gobert. Good rotation there as the Jazz had some good ball movement and player movement, but uh, the Sixers able to run them off the line a couple of times, and Gobert got himself uh, stuck in the paint expecting an offensive rebound opportunity. Here is Korkmaz driving into the paint. Can't get the floater to go. Rebound Clarkson. Clarkson dribbles into the front court. Beautiful hesitation move. Gets into the paint. His floater's off the side of the rim. No good. Gobert tips it back out, though. Clarkson gets it. Now over on the right wing. Clarkson dribbling with his left hand. Gets a screen from Gobert. To the line, to the lane, puts up a floater, actually uh, changed his mind to a pass, but it was off the mark. Ball deflected, finds its way to Conley left wing. He puts up a floater with the right hand as the shot clock expired and gets it to go. So the Jazz lead it 40-30 to 30 now, nine and a half to go in this second quarter. Howard with the basketball, dribbling with his right hand. Now throws it left side to To Milton, who finds Mike Scott on the cut. He kicks it up top to Korkmaz. Korkmaz dribbles over the right wing. Shot fake. Puts up a three over Ingles. No good. A rebound Clarkson. Clarkson will jog it up into the front court. Finds Conley. Right corner three. Wide open. He drills it. So Conley with five straight for the Jazz. A right hand floater. And then the three pointer in transition. And again, I mentioned the Sixers transition defense has been porous all season long. And that time they got punished, and Doc Rivers calls timeout with his team down 13 with 9.07 to go in the second quarter. Mike Conley, I mentioned that right-hand floater that he just hit. He is, uh, he's been terrific with that shot. You know, that was a shot that he was known for in Memphis, but... In his uh, first season with Utah last year, really struggled to knock down that shot. But this year, he's got it back. He's hitting 48% of those uh, shots from floater range this season. He's also uh, making 41.6% of his threes, and uh, threes make up 51% of his shot attempts. So taking a bunch of threes, knocking them down, and also hitting that righty floater, you know, being a, a playmaker as well, he's uh, he's gotten better chemistry with Gobert on that pick-and-roll play. Uh, so Conley has been excellent. He was a guy that I thought should have made the all-star team. I was disappointed to see him him not make it, especially just from from a, just the, the story of it. Uh, he's been a guy that has been one of the best players, uh, one of the best point guards maybe ever to, to not make an all-star team. And, and I thought he was deserving, especially given how well this Utah Jazz team has played this season. But uh, Conley has been has been absolutely terrific. The uh, you know the the key matchup again tonight uh, the the center duel between Rudy Gobert and Joel Embiid. It's uh, it's really fun to to kind of go into the stats and look at how these guys are impacting the play on the defensive end. And uh, one of the ways to do that is look at the on-off stats and see, um, you know, how much of a deterrent they are in terms of limiting 
shots at the rim, limiting those short mid-range shots, and also uh, limiting the the accuracy of uh, of those shots. And uh, both of these guys are, are some of the best in the NBA at it. Uh, Joel Embiid opponents are, are shooting 3.1% worse at the rim and 7.5% worse from floater range when he's on the floor. Uh, and also opponents shoot 4.2 fewer shots from that uh, floater short mid-range area, which is in the 95th percentile for his position. Uh, so, and again, all those uh, all these stats are, are based on per 100 possessions. So Embiid having an impact, but uh, not quite as big of an impact as Gobert. Uh, opponents are shooting 4.7% worse at the rim with him around, and also 6.5% worse from floater range with him on the floor as we're back from commercial. Thibel with the basketball hands it off to Shake Milton. He drives into the paint. A beautiful late dish to Howard again. He got Gobert to commit to that little uh, push shot, and then he passed it at the last second, and uh, Dwight Howard Got an easy flush on the left side of the rim. Here's Ingles with the basketball. Rejects the screen from Gobert. Goes right into the paint. Kicks it out. Left wing Conley up top. Clarkson. Clarkson with eight on the shot clock. Gets a screen from Niang. Throws it to Niang on the slip. He'll go in a floater. Gets it to go. A little push shot there from George Niang. A a solid offensive contributor for this team off the bench. Here's Korkmaz with the basketball. Gets a staggered screen. Throws it right wing to Scott. Then hands it off to Milton. Milton drives left, gets a screen from Howard, throws it right wing to Scott, back to Milton. Eight on the shot clock, guarded by Niang. Milton isolating. Crosses over, pulls up from 20 feet on the right elbow, extended, and can't get it to go. Rebound Clarkson. Eight minutes to go in this first quarter. Jazz 45, Sixers 32. Here's Clarkson with the basketball. Has the ball poked from behind by Thibel, one of the best in the league at that. And uh, the Jazz will uh, commit a Euro foul to stop the transition opportunity. But Thibel, uh, an unbelievable defender, especially in just in terms of uh, playmaking. But uh, back to the Gobert numbers. Opponents uh, attempt 5.6 fewer shots at the rim when he's on the floor, which is in the 98th percentile, and also 1.2 fewer shots from floater range. So Gobert having an uh, incredible impact and why he's my favorite as of now to win Defensive Player of the Year. Here's Milton with the basketball for Philly. Throws it to Harris, who just checked back in. He gets a screen from Howard, dribbles over to the left elbow, finds Thibel in the corner. He'll drive right, goes across the lane, can't finish. Rebound, though, by Dwight Howard, and he is fouled by Derek Favors. Dwight Howard is having an unbelievable season in terms of uh, rebounding the basketball. He's actually putting up a career-high 16.7 rebounds per 36 minutes, so absolutely gobbling up every board that's available to him. In the previous matchup against the Jazz, the uh, Howard went for 14 points and 12 rebounds, including six offensive boards in that one. Howard will go to the line for two. Another uh, impressive stat, he draws fouls at an incredibly high rate, but uh, I think a big part of that also is his uh, struggles at the free throw line as he misses the first the first one. He's been in the uh, the 50 percentile range this season and uh, uh, in the in the 50s or 60s for the majority of his career. He's got one more here to try to cut the Utah lead to 12. 7:37 ago in this opening half, Howard with the three belabored dribbles and then fires up the shot and gets it to go. 
Utah 45, Philadelphia 33, as uh, Clarkson gets it into Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell will get a staggered screen up top, dribbles over those right hand, has the ball poked away by Milton. Milton continuing to pressure up as uh, Mitchell dribbles it back out towards half court. Nine on the shot clock. Mitchell getting a screen from Ingles, now will reject it, tries to go baseline, crosses over, step back, shot fakes, and gets Milton off his feet and draws the foul. Mitchell, I think more than anybody in the NBA, rejects screens, trying to keep his uh, his defender off balance. But uh, frankly, I think he does it a little bit too much for my taste. Oftentimes, uh, you know, when you when you reject the screen too much, then your your opponents start to anticipate the fact that you'll reject it. And that time, uh, that's what happened with Milton able to cut him off and force a difficult shot. But then the uh, the uh, veteran move there from Mitchell to to uh, shot fake him into the air to get to the free throw line as he knocks down the first. So uh, this is the last game, uh, at least for the Jazz, prior to the All Star break, which. Uh, Again, uh, we'll, we'll be going on for the next week with the game and uh, the, the three-point and dunk contests happening on Sunday. I believe this should be the last game for the Sixers as well prior to that break. Second free throw from Mitchell off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound and beat. He'll hand it to Simmons, who will walk it into the front court. It's Simmons, Harris, Embiid, Thibel, and Milton for the Sixers. Harris with the ball, left elbow, drives left, spins back towards the center of the court and hits the 12-foot jumper. Harris having an excellent season shooting the basketball. Here's a pass to Clarkson on the left wing, nearly stolen by Thibel, but the gamble allows Clarkson to step into a three, but he can't get it. Rebound Harris, who will get it to Simmons on the right wing. Simmons will drive in, will back down against O'Neal, gets into the paint, and puts up the shot with the right hand and gets it to go, which will force a timeout from Quinn Snyder as the Sixers cut into the deficit. It's the Jazz 46, the Sixers 37. You'll see that from Simmons when he drives left oftentimes, especially going across the lane. He'll then come back and shoot it with his right hand. He's more comfortable with the, uh, the right hand. I think that is more of his uh, natural shooting hand. But uh, Simmons has been has been incredible over the last six games, uh, and and that that uh, that six game sample includes the 42 point outburst he had against this uh, this Jazz team with Embiid sitting. As uh, Simmons over his last six has 28 uh, percent usage which uh, for the season he's at just 24%, so showing a little bit more aggression. 60.5% shooting from, from two-point range. That's up a couple percentage points over his season mark. And then also the, the big difference, shooting better from the free-throw line, 76.1%. His season total is at 66.9%. Uh, so, you know, when he's shooting better from the line, I think that also leads to him being a little bit more aggressive trying to get to the basket. He's also done, uh, you know, he's he's always been an excellent offensive rebounder for his position, but even he's been even better over the last six games, a 7.3% offensive rebounding rate, uh, which is uh, up from his season-long number of 5.9%. So Simmons playing his best basketball as we approach the All-Star break, maybe of his career, I, I would probably say. He was, uh, he was excellent in that Cavs loss, uh, attacking and you know, just being a little bit more aggressive, posting up, uh, and 
You've even seen a f I've even seen a few more. Something I've been critical of him in the past is his inability to finish with the left hand if it isn't a dunk. Uh, but he, he even had a, a couple of uh, he's had a couple of good finishes going left in that in that uh, 42 point career night. He had a really beautiful um, sort of left hand jump hook uh, across the lane or over Gobert, which uh, you know had me jump off my seat. Simmons also, uh, you know, gets the Sixers out and running. The team has a 4.6% higher transition frequency with Simmons on the floor. And uh, the Sixers score 15.4 more points in transition per 100 possessions when he's out there. So he definitely, uh, definitely helps. And uh, he's uh, one of the league leaders in assisting three-point shots. And a lot of those happen in transition. Jordan Clarkson gets the ball into Mitchell, but actually there was a hesitation, and Clarkson stepped out of bounds as he made the pass, or stepped inbounds as he made the pass. So that'll be a uh, a violation, which will get the ball back to the Sixers. So Simmons will inbound it, gets it into Embiid on the left block, guarded by Favors. Embiid facing up will drive left baseline, fall away in that short corner area, and gets it to go. Joel Embiid cuts the Jazz lead to seven, so whatever play Quinn Snyder had drawn up out of the timeout, I guess they, they might run it here now after the turnover. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Again, rejects the screen from Favors, dribbles left, pulls up from the left elbow, can't get it to go. Favors with a nice offensive rebound, kicks it to O'Neal up top to Bogdanovich, left wing to Mitchell. Eight on the shot clock now for the Jazz. Mitchell guarded by Harris, will isolate. Five on the shot clock. Will cross over, gets into the paint, kicks it out. O'Neal, right wing three is good. Beautiful play there from Mitchell, getting into the teeth of the defense, kicking it out, and O'Neal knocking it down. The Jazz lead back up to 10 here. 5.52 to go in this opening half. Here's Tobias Harris. Dribbles over the left wing, sidestep three, no good. Rebound favors. Mitchell kicks it up. Bogdanovich, left corner three off the side of the rim. O'Neal flies in and tips it back out. Here's Clarkson with the basketball. Drives left of the lane, guarded by Simmons. Good defense there from the all-defensive uh, candidate. Here's Clarkson will step into a left-wing three. That one rattles out. Rebound Embiid. He'll kick it to Simmons. Simmons drives left. A lot of contact, a bump with Clarkson. He'll kick it to Shake Milton. Left-wing three. That one's off the mark. Here's Clarkson with the basketball. Looks like he uh, tried to pass it but got away with it, uh, kind of spinning it to himself, guarded by Tobias Harris, he drives right into the paint, has the ball poked away. Here's Milton with the basketball. Two-on-one fast break, and he takes it all the way and finishes with a right-hand scoop shot off the glass on the right side. Utah 49, Philadelphia 41, as we're under five minutes to go in this opening half. Here's Mitchell, staggered screen up top, gets right of the lane, throws it to the corner to Clarkson. Now back to Mitchell. Mitchell dribbles it out towards half court, guarded by Simmons. We'll get a screen from Bogdanovich, now switched on to by Harris. Five on the shot clock. Mitchell. Goes between the legs. Two on the shot clock. Drives left. Will fade away, fade away along the baseline. That's no good. Rebound Embiid. Embiid will kick it to Harris. Harris, a Euro step into the paint around O'Neal. Gets bumped. Can't get it to go. But he will go to the line. I mentioned the, the Philadelphia struggles from... Uh, a defensive transition standpoint, and uh, they they got away with a, a couple of uh, got away with one a couple of plays ago with Bogdanovich getting an open left corner three. 
So Harris, again, who was questionable coming in, was happy to see that uh, he was in the lineup and we could see both of these teams at, at, at full strength. Harris, his first free throw is up and in. Harris, uh, again, having an excellent season shooting the basketball. 89% from the free throw line this year, 51% from the short mid-range, 55.4% from, from two-point range this year, and 41.8% from three. Still doesn't take enough threes for my liking, especially to space the floor for, for Simmons and Embiid as the second free throw, a rare miss from Harris. Just 26% of Harris's shots coming from downtown. Not enough given how well he shoots it from there. Here's Bogdanovich with the ball at the top. Gets a screen from Favors. The Sixers go under, and Bogdanovich just takes it and drills it. So Utah up 52-42. Here's Harris up top to Embiid. A beautiful crossover on Favors. Then spins, fades away over the left shoulder. Can't get it to go. Rebound Mitchell. Mitchell dribbles to the top, crosses over on Danny Green, gets into the paint, kicks it out to Favors, up top to O'Neal. Hands it off to Clarkson. Clarkson now gets a screen from O'Neal, dribbles left. Guarded by Simmons, 10 on the shot clock. Now we'll get a screen, trying to get the switch. He'll throw the slip pass to O'Neal, and O'Neal's going to be called for a travel. Seth Curry and Simmons doing a good job there of not just giving away the switch as a Curry strong hedged and, and got back to his man. The Jazz tried to... Uh, to bypass it by slipping O'Neal, but O'Neal caught it and then was immediately pressured and and uh, moved his pivot foot. So the Sixers get it back, trailing by 10. Here's Simmons with the basketball up top to Harris. Left wing to Green. Green switched on to by Conley, finds Harris now. Harris guarded by Mitchell. Harris drives right, throws it right wing. Curry into the corner to Embiid. Embiid guarded by Bogdanovich, will drive right, gets baseline, puts it up and in, plus the foul. Gobert came over a little bit too late. Embiid with the shot fake, got the bump and the bucket. Bogdanovich, you know, moved his feet well on that uh, right-handed baseline drive from Embiid, but then, uh, you know, initially cut him off, but then I think realized that Embiid was going to lower the shoulder and just kind of moved out of the way. Didn't want to take the punishment. So Embiid with uh, one more free throw to make the make it an old-school three-point play, and he converts. Utah 52, Philadelphia 45, 322 to go in the second. Here's Mitchell with the basketball dribbling over the left wing, gets a screen from Gobert. Goes over to the right elbow, pulls up from there, off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound to Harris. Harris dribbling to the line, to the lane, gets all the way to the bucket, lays it up with the left hand off the glass over Gobert. Beautiful move from Harris, taking advantage of the uh, semi-transition opportunity. And the Jazz lead is cut to five. Here's Mitchell with the ball in the right corner, gets a screen from Gobert, going left, pulls up from 17, nothing but net. Donovan Mitchell gives the Jazz a 54-47 advantage. Simmons up top to Green, right wing to Embiid. He thought about the three, now a back down. Beautiful fake spin, crossover, and then fall away one-legger, a la Dirk Nowitzki, but can't get it to go. Rebound Bogdanovich. He'll get it to Mitchell, jogs into the front court. Mitchell throws it left wing O'Neal. He'll take that three. That one's off the side of the rim, no good. Rebound Embiid. He'll hand it to Harris. Harris to the right wing. Gets a screen from Embiid, goes to the line, to the lane. This time, Gobert got him. Beautiful shot block, but then uh, Gobert apparently, I think, had a foot on the end line as uh, he tried to tip that to a teammate. 
to ignite a transition opportunity, so it'll be out of bounds, and Philadelphia will get it back, but a gorgeous block there from Gobert. You might, uh, you might be able to surprise him once, Tobias Harris, but uh, you try the same thing twice, and uh, I think Gobert's a little bit too good for that. Yeah, so we're going to get a timeout on the floor with the score. Utah 54, Philadelphia 47, 2.16 to go in the, uh, the second quarter. But again, going back to this, this center duel and, and some of the statistics I noticed, uh, both guys obviously make their team a lot better. Uh, Joel Embiid, with, uh, when, him, uh, when he's on the floor, the Sixers are 19.3 points better per 100 possessions. Uh, Rudy Gobert... The Jazz are 10.3 points better per 100, and given how great the point differential is normally for Utah, the fact that uh, they're still that much better with Gobert just shows how dominant he has been and why I think he should be on a lot of uh, people's ballots for the MVP, especially if you're going, you know, if you're talking about your top five candidates. The officials are uh, reviewing something here. Looks like maybe uh, maybe Utah called timeout to challenge that on whether or not uh, Gobert actually did step out. And here's the replay. We're going to get to see it. And I believe he is out as uh, his right foot hit the baseline before he got rid of the basketball. So the Sixers will inbound it. 13 on the shot clock. They get it in to Embiid. Facing up against Gobert on the left block. Will drive baseline. Gets under the rim. Can't finish. Gobert took a shot. And uh, rebound to Utah. It's O'Neal. He'll get it to Conley who dribbles over to the right wing. Conley gets a staggered screen. Thinking about the three, now we'll get to the free throw line. Throws the lob to Gobert, but Embiid, beautiful job. Uh, back shuffling and then deflecting that pass. Harrison transition will drive in. Can't get the right-handed shot off the glass to go. Mitchell throws a deep lob to Conley. He catches it, then finds Gobert on the roll, who gets bear-hugged, I believe, by Ben Simmons. And uh, Gobert, I think, will go to the line. A lot of contact on that baseline drive by Embiid, but uh, I don't necessarily, I think, if anything, it was an offensive foul. So Gobert with just two points and three rebounds, one block so far, but he's got an opportunity for two points here at the line. First one is up, and that's short. Gobert struggling from the free throw line this season. Gobert just uh, a tad under uh, 60% from the line this season. Oh, and I'm watching the uh, the Utah Jazz League Pass uh, broadcast, and uh, of course they have to mention uh, Rudy Gobert's screen assists. As uh, Gobert knocks down the second free throw, the Jazz lead it by eight now. As uh, Simmons tries to throw it into Embiid, the pass was a little off the mark and stolen by O'Neal. He'll get it to Mitchell. Mitchell dribbling to the top, to the line, to the lane, gets all the way to the hoop, gets the bump from Green, puts it up with the right hand off the glass and in. 
Beautiful move from Donovan Mitchell, and the Jazz lead is back to 10. Here's Ben Simmons backing down on Royce O'Neal on the le on the right-hand side, turns over the left shoulder and puts up the right-hand jump hook and gets it to go. So Simmons with a bucket, cuts the lead to eight. Here's O'Neal, right wing three, no good. Gobert able to sneak past Embiid for the rebound, but can't finish the, uh, the putback, and Embiid then gets the rebound, and Gobert commits the foul. And uh, that's a tough one because Embiid will go to the other end with the Sixers in the bonus to shoot two. Yeah, that might have been a little bit of an intimidation there from Embiid as uh, Gobert snuck in front of him to get that rebound, but then Embiid was from behind challenging that uh, that layup there from, from Rudy. So Embiid lining up the first and rattles out. Something distracted him. He looked over towards the right as if someone said something or he heard something, but uh, it uh, made him lose his concentration just, uh, just a tad, and he missed the first. He's got one more. The routine for Embiid really involves just one dribble, a lot of just holding it. And so the second free throw is good. Utah 57 Philadelphia 50 as we hit the one-minute mark of this opening half. Here's Mike Conley with the basketball. Throws it left wing to Bogdanovich, but Danny Green got his foot on it. That'll be a kick ball. So Utah will take it out of bounds with 15 on the shot clock, 53.6 on the game clock. Bogdanovich will inbound it to Mitchell. Mitchell dribbling over the right wing. Finds Bogdanovich off the curl from Favors. He'll drive left. Danny Green gets his hands on the ball again and pokes it out of bounds. And uh, the Jazz will keep it with six on the shot clock now. Danny Green has always been a good help defender, a good pest, getting his hands on the basketball. Conley will try to get it in. Struggling here, gets it to Favors, who gets it back to Conley, who drives baseline, guarded by Embiid, out to Bogdanovich, who sidesteps Embiid on the contest and hits the right wing three. Beautiful shot from Boyan Bogdanovich. And the Jazz lead it 60-50. to 50. Here's Ben Simmons trying for a two-for-one. Kicks it out. Harris, top of the key three. That rattles out. Rebound Favors. Favors gets it to Mitchell. About a seven-second differential between the game and shot clock here as Mitchell walks it over the timeline into the front court at the Sixers logo. Guarded by Simmons. Is awaiting a screen from Bogdanovich. And he splits the... Uh, the uh, trap kicks it out, Bogdanovich, a sidestep three going left, no good. O'Neal had a chance to grab it, but tips it out. The ball is kicked ahead to Simmons. Simmons in transition as the, uh, the, the half is ending, can't get it to go, but Embiid is there for the putback. Oh, and then the ball was inbounded to O'Neal, and Embiid committed a foul. What a crazy sequence to end the half. As it looked like O'Neal had an offensive rebound, but he tipped it to the Sixers. Then they went in transition. Simmons couldn't get it to go, but Embiid was there with just .9 to go with the uh, the putback. And then he tries to steal the pass to uh, O'Neal and runs into him in the process. And so O'Neal will go down to the other end and get two free throws. The first is up, and he misses. 
just 0.3 on the game clock now, so the uh, the error from Embiid there maybe not as costly as uh, what uh, initially was expected. O'Neal a solid free throw shooter as far as uh, as far as I know. Second one is up, and that's good. So the Jazz take a 61-52 lead as the ball will be thrown into green, and that will end the first half. Let me just confirm the uh, the free throw shooting of Royce O'Neal. 84.6%. So a solid shooter from there. So again, at halftime, it's the Jazz 61, the Sixers 52. Jazz winning the first quarter 34-26, and then uh, narrowly edging the Sixers in the second quarter 27-26. Take a look at the, uh, the first half stats. For the Sixers, 21 of 46 from the field, 45.7%. 1 of 8 from downtown, just 12.5%. They did get to the line 12 times and converted 9. They had 8 assists and 3 turnovers, 5 personal fouls, leading the way in that department, Korkmaz, with 2. Uh, the Sixers with 4 steals and, uh, and a block. Jazz winning the rebounding battle 27-21. Utah shot 23 of 45 from the field for 51.1%. Also 10 of 20 from three-point range. Five of eight from the free throw line. They had 11 assists and uh, seven turnovers in that first half. Eight personal fouls for the Jazz. Rudy Gobert has two. Derek Favors has two. And O'Neal Conley, Mitchell, and Niang, each with one. From an individual perspective, leading the way for the Sixers is none other than Joel Embiid. He's got 20 in the first half, 8 of 13 from the field, 4 of 5 from the free throw line, 7 rebounds, but uh, no assists and a turnover as well. He's been very aggressive looking for his own shot. Danny Green has... Uh, uh, a bagel, uh, a goose egg in that first half. He was 0 for 3, but he does have 4 rebounds and a steal. Uh, in the, also in the starting lineup, uh, Seth Curry with just 2 points, 1 of 3 from the field. He had a 1 of 13 showing against the Cavs a couple of games ago. Tobias Harris with 7, but just 3 of 9 from the field. Of course, he's missed the last couple, so, uh, uh, you know. A little rust is to be expected for him, but Harris also with uh, six rebounds and a block. Ben Simmons with eight points on four or five shooting, one rebound, two assists, and a couple of turnovers. Off the bench for the Sixers, Korkmaz has six, including uh, one of three from the field, one of one from downtown, and then he also got those three free throws on the three-point sh shooting foul. Shake Milton with six off the bench, three of six from the field. He's also got a couple of dimes. Dwight Howard with three points and two rebounds, two assists off the bench. And Mike Scott with uh, with zero points in his seven minutes. Individually for Utah, Donovan Mitchell leading the way with 15 points, five rebounds, and two assists on six of 12 from the field, two of four from downtown, and one of two from the free throw line. Bogdanovich with 12 on five of nine, shooting two of five from the three-point line, four rebounds for Bogdanovich. Royce O'Neal with four points and four boards, as well as an assist and a steal. Rudy Gobert with the three points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, and one block, but he is a plus seven 
in his 16 minutes. Mike Conley with 8 points, 3 of 5 shooting, 2 of 2 from downtown. He's a plus 9 in his 17 minutes. He's also got an assist. Off the bench for the Jazz, Joe Ingles with 5 points, a couple of rebounds, and an assist for uh, uh, for 2 of 3 from the field. He's plus 11 in his 11 minutes. George Niang with 5 points, 2 of 2 from the field. He's plus 7 in his 7 minutes. Uh, all pluses for uh, for the Jazz off the bench. Favors plus two in his eight minutes. He's got four points, four rebounds, and an assist. And Clarkson with five points on one of four shooting with four rebounds and two assists as well. One thing I found really interesting, again, you know, comparing these two teams, uh, if, if you had to say uh, which what one player is kind of the each team sort of a spot-up guy, their sniper, uh, the guy that spaces the floor. I think you would say for the Sixers, it's Danny Green, and for the Jazz, it's Boyan Bogdanovich. And both of these guys have had interesting shooting seasons. They both got off to, uh, you know, not not terrible starts, but pretty average starts. Uh, in, in the first 17 games for Danny Green, he shot 36% from three. For Bogdanovich in his first 17, he was 36.9%, which, you know, both of those are close to league average. But over the last 18 games, things have turned around for both of them. Danny Green shooting 40.6% from downtown over the last 18. Bogdanovich even better at 45%. And he was absolutely on fire in their uh, their loss to the Pelicans on Monday. Uh, I think he hit uh, something like seven threes in that one, seven of nine from from downtown. So uh, he's been shooting the ball really well. But really interesting that both of those guys, uh, you know, you can kind of uh, split their season in half. And uh, the the first half they were pretty average. Second half they've been they've been elite. The other, the other, uh, you know, number, the individual statistics that kind of blew me away looking at it was Joe Ingles. I mean, he's having as a as a 33 year old having his easily the best season of his career. Uh, these are all career highs. I'm about to mention 64.4 percent from two point range, 46 percent from three, 89.5 percent from the charity stripe, 73 percent at the rim. 56% from floater range, and uh, this one just is absolutely absurd. His true shooting is at 69.3%. So Joe Ingles has been absolutely phenomenal, and uh, you know I think he's he's provided exactly what this team needed off the bench, along with Clarkson in those second units. Because you know when you go uh, when when they take Gobert off, uh, even with a decent defender in favors, you know, you, you lose a decent amount defensively. So you got to make up for that by just being a little bit better off on the offensive end. And the Jazz have been. Uh, I think they've been over three points better per 100 possessions on the offensive end when Ingles is out there. And a large part of that is his shooting, his playmaking. We've, we saw the, uh, the beautiful move he has where the, he'll, uh, He'll fake the pass to the roll man, oftentimes favors, and then finish with the left hand. Uh, he's uh, he's so crafty, so good at finishing, despite not having a ton of athleticism. Another guy, you know, I think pretty much uh, 
across the board, the the uh, the guys on the Jazz roster are, are having career years. Royce O'Neal having an excellent season. He's shooting 42% from three. And uh, O'Neal really gives them a transition element that uh, they don't have otherwise. The Jazz are 23.6 points better in transition per 100 possessions with him on the floor. So their, their frequency doesn't change when he's out there, but their eff- efficiency in transition is drastically improved. And, uh, you know, he does a very good job of running the floor, sprinting the floor, and uh, the Jazz look for him and find him, and, and he's, uh, you know, a solid finisher. He's another guy that just, uh, you know, plays exactly how Quinn Snyder and the, and the Utah Jazz coaching staff and front office want their their players to play, taking nothing but threes and shots at the rim. He, dry, he, he just continues the uh, shoot threes or, you know, drive and kick and keep the ball moving, keep the defense moving. And uh, he is just, uh, yeah, he's, he's had an excellent year. Uh, another guy uh, for, for Utah, Jordan Clarkson. Uh, one, one of the things that, uh, you know, has really helped him become, you know, I think the favorite to be sixth man this year and, and really just become a productive NBA player. I think he was a below average player for his first few, few years with the Lakers. But uh, one of the one of the things that uh, he's really done is just uh, you know he's improved his shot profile and again I think the Jazz culture uh, has has uh, aided him in that. He, Clarkson took 27 percent of his shot attempts from long mid range as a rookie and that's down all the way to just one percent. One percent of his shots are from long mid range now and. Uh, 57% of his attempts are from three this season, and that's up even from just last year. Uh, he was at 45%, so he's uh, he's uh, taking a lot more of his shots from three this season, and he's improved that drastically and, and just become a more efficient player because he's he's been a uh, an average to slightly above average three-point shooter for, for the majority of his career. It's just he didn't take a lot, which is why he wasn't very efficient early on, and now he's taking a ton, which... Has, has made him a decently efficient player. Derek Favors, uh, you know, off the bench, I, I mentioned, you know, uh, just having that, uh, the, despite the fact that uh, Favors is a decent defender, the Jazz are not going to be as good defensively when you replace Gobert, a defensive player of the year caliber guy with, with Favors, or with anyone really. They're not going to be as good, but uh, Favors has helped them be even better offensively, and uh, he's done that by shooting 68% at the rim, 62% from short mid-range. He's also shooting well from the free-throw line, a career-high 81.8% from uh, from there. So uh, Favors having a solid season, and a lot of people, including you know uh, John Hollinger, criticized the Jazz for, for signing Favors and, and using the mid-level exception on, on a backup center as opposed to a wing, and... Uh, I couldn't have disagreed more with that. I thought it was a great move. Not only did the Jazz know that Favors fit their system, he fits their culture, uh, but, uh, you know, it allows, like in this game, when Gobert gets two fouls, uh, Quinn Snyder uh, wants to avoid him picking up his third before the half. You can bring in you can bring in Favors, and he's, you know, a starting caliber player. You know, if Gobert were to get hurt, for instance, you know, that wouldn't sink this Jazz team, whereas... 
without a quality backup center, it probably would have. And it, it and at times it did last year. Um, in, in that series against Denver, I think they, they really got killed when Gobert was off the floor. So uh, having that uh, having that presence not only for injuries, for foul troubles, but then, you know, those those 15 to 20 minutes that uh, that you're going to get uh, having a quality starting caliber player there is just uh, so valuable and a big part. He's a big part of why the Jazz have had such a uh, such a phenomenal season. Looking at some of the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers uh, players, Seth Curry, a guy that uh, they traded for, they traded Josh Richardson to the Mavericks to get Curry to you know add some shooting to this roster to help space the floor and make that uh, those Simmons and Bead lineups make a little bit more sense. And uh, he certainly has uh, has continued to be one of the best shooters in the NBA, 45 percent from three this season. And, uh, you know, he's also given them something that, uh, you know, he's not nearly as good as Redick was, but he's given them something, uh, you know, uh, another option in half-court offense with those dribble handoff plays with with uh, Embiid, uh, just giving them another little thing that they can go to. Uh, and uh, he, he's actually taking 25% of his attempts uh, from long mid-range, which uh, a lot of those are those dribble handoff actions, and he makes 44% of those. So, you know, if at the end of the shot clock, if you have to resort to to, to that sort of a play, uh, you know, he's he's done a decent job at that. So Curry has certainly provided a nice lift for, for the Sixers. We're about to get uh, back underway here to start the third quarter. I, uh, I mentioned Thibel, one of the best uh, defenders, uh, defensive playmakers in the NBA this season, and that uh, that shows in the stats. Uh, 2.6% block rate for Thibel, 100th percentile for his position, 3.2% steal rate, also the 100th percentile for his position. Uh, Thibel, though, has really struggled on the offensive, and that's going to be the difference between him being, you know, a guy that is probably an average rotation player or a guy that can become, you know, a a genuine plus off the bench is whether he can be even okay offensively, but he has not been so far this year. 61% of his shots coming from the three-point line, and uh, he's converting those at just 27.4%. So it certainly makes the uh, the the Sixers' defense better, and the Sixers' defense has been elite this season, but uh, the offense has has uh, has struggled, and and he's been a part of that. Shake Milton, another guy off the bench that uh, has been getting heavy minutes from from head coach Doc Rivers, a guy that uh, you know last season people were talking about. He shot 43% from three. He uh, he provided a little bit of an off the dribble element, uh, especially off the dribble three point shooting element. But uh, he's down to just 33% from downtown this season. And uh, even though he's playing five more minutes per game and attempting four more field goal attempts per game. Uh, the the three-point attempt rate is just about the same as it was last year, so that's a little bit disappointing. But he has been decent in terms of, uh, you know, manipulating uh, the defense in the pick and roll, getting uh, the defender behind him and, and taking floaters. He's shooting 54% from that short mid-range area, which is, uh, you know, a, a very, very elite number. And that accounts for 29% of his attempts. So, you know, despite the fact that his three-point shot hasn't gone down, as you would hope, he has uh, he has 
been able to produce in other areas for this Sixers offense. As we are just about, uh, about to get underway here to start the third, it's the Sixers going from right to left to start this third quarter. It's Simmons, Embiid, Harris, Green, and Curry, the original starting five for Philadelphia. It's Gobert, Bogdanovich, Mitchell, Conley, and O'Neal for the Jazz. Here's Curry with the basketball left wing, gets a screen from Embiid, dribbles over to the right elbow, picks up it, and finds Tobias Harris in the corner. Harris now will back down, spins around Mitchell, and finishes with the right hand over Gobert. Mitchell just got blown by with that spin move. Here is Mitchell back for Utah. It's the Jazz 61, the Sixers 54. Here's Mitchell gets a screen from Gobert, finds Gobert on the pocket pass. He rolls down the lane and draws the foul. Oftentimes when Gobert, you know, doesn't have an obvious pass or that dunk rolling to the rim, it looks a little bit awkward, but to that time able to able to draw the foul. Gobert with a couple of dribbles. First one is up and good. The next time out, I'll uh, update you on the scores from around the uh, the NBA. Gobert with the second free throw. That's up and in. You're listening to Duncan Dynasty. This is a special League Pass radio episode. I'm your host, Garrett Bouquet. Thanks for, for joining me. Here is Seth Curry running pick and roll with Tobias Harris. Finds Harris on the uh, pocket pass, but Harris's floater off the side of the rim, no good. Rebound Conley. Conley finds Mitchell streaking down the left side. Gets all the way to the rim, but can't finish. Maybe was going a little too fast for his own good there. And Bede gets the rebound, finds Curry. Throws it right wing to Simmons. Simmons guarded by O'Neal. Drives left. Gets into the paint. Bodies O'Neal out of the way and finishes with a right-hand scoop. Beautiful move from Ben Simmons. That's the kind of aggressiveness that uh, that uh, I have been calling for, a lot of people have been calling for. As here is Mitchell, dribbles right, pulls up from 22 feet. Not a very good shot there, and Abid with the rebound. Here is Curry with the basketball, gets a screen, dribbles over the right elbow, finds Abid on the pick and pop, left wing three off the heel. Rebound O'Neal. O'Neal hands it to Mitchell. Mitchell will push it, gets it to the left wing to Conley, into the corner to Bogdanovich. He's got all day. He sets his feet, but can't hit. Rebound Harris. Harris finds Simmons. The Jazz get back on defense well on this possession. Simmons hands it off to Curry on the right wing, guarded by Conley. Beautiful in-and-out dribble. Fools Conley. Royce O'Neal switched on to him, but uh, was not close enough, and Curry drills the 20-footer. Utah 63, Philadelphia 58 as we're under 10 minutes to go in this third quarter. Here's Conley. Left wing gets a staggered screen. Drives left of the line to the lane. Puts up the right hand floater and gets it to go. Mike Conley extends the Jazz lead back to seven. Here's Simmons with the basketball right wing. Hands it off to Curry. Curry dribbling left. Gets a screen from Harris now. Switched on to by Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich backing off. Now pressures up as Curry picks up his dribble. And it looks like we've got a three-second call. Not sure if it's offensive or defensive three seconds here. We'll see in a moment. Yeah, just seeing a stat here as it was a defensive three seconds as Curry attempts the free throw and gets it to go. 
Sixers 28th in the NBA in three-point attempts per game, but first in free throw attempts. That's largely due to Joel Embiid, at least the free throw aspect of that. Harris on the far sideline will get it into Curry. Curry back to Harris. Harris gets a screen, dribbles over the left elbow, pocket pass to Embiid, right elbow jumper, hits. Joel Embiid so consistent from that area, and he cuts the Jazz lead to four. Three-point possession there for Philly. Here is Conley, dribbles over right of the lane, finds O'Neal left wing into the corner to Mitchell. The ball uh, rattles in and out and then back in. So the three falls for Donovan. Here is Simmons, throws it right corner to Green. Green had a leap up to catch it, but he kicks it out to Harris. Harris dribbles right of the lane, back to Green, right corner three. Good contest from Mitchell. That one's off the side of the rim, rebound O'Neal. O'Neal gets it to Conley, up to the right wing. Conley awaiting a screen from Gobert. Doubled, finds Gobert on the slip. Gobert right back to Conley. Jazz didn't take advantage of that opportunity. Here's Mitchell with the basketball now. Gets a screen from Gobert. Goes right of the lane. Green poking it from behind, but Mitchell able to find Gobert inside, and he gets fouled. Green nearly had the uh, the poke away from behind, but Mitchell able to hold on to it and then uh, able to uh, to find Gobert as he was falling out of bounds. And then it was Simmons that came over from the weak side to uh, to hack Gobert to prevent uh, the, the easy bucket and, and make Gobert beat them from the free throw line. Gobert at three of four from the charity stripe tonight. Again, I mentioned uh, sitting at right around 60% on the season. First one is up, and that's short. That's what you'll often see when he when he misses his free throws, Gobert. It's a little bit of a line drive and, and just uh, kind of just thuds off the front of the rim. Second free throw is good. Utah 69, Philadelphia 61, 8.30 to go in the third. Here's Simmons right wing up top to Embiid. Embiid dribbles over the right, hands it off to Curry. Curry steps back and looks like we've got a foul. Maybe Ben Simmons off the ball on the other side of the floor, too. He was nowhere to be seen with the uh, the dribble handoff with Embiid and Curry. But he's called for the foul nonetheless. So Utah gets it back, leading by eight. Here's Conley, gets a screen from Gobert, gets a wide-open look from three at the top, and he drills it. Again, Embiid sitting way back, and that solid screen set by Gobert on Seth Curry Made it so Conley had just a walk-in, wide-open triple. And he's been knocking that down all season long. Timeout Philadelphia, Utah, 72. Philadelphia, 61, 8.17 to go in the third period. I mentioned I would uh, do scores from around the association. So a couple of the other early games, the, uh, the the Cleveland Cavaliers continuing their hot play. They're leading the Indiana Pacers 76-60 to in the third quarter, 724 left in that period. The Pistons, after trailing early, have now taken a five-point lead over the Raptors, 69-64, with 10.05 to go in the third. 
The Brooklyn Nets leading the Houston Rockets 50-39. to That one's with 6.33 to go in the first half. The Minnesota Timberwolves leading the Charlotte Hornets 23-21. That's in the first quarter, 4.33 left in that period. The Orlando Magic hosting the Atlanta Hawks, and Orlando leads it 27-20 with 2.39 left in the first. The Chicago Bulls on the road leading the New Orleans Pelicans by 10, 25-15. That's uh, with 3.15 left to go in the opening quarter. And then games that have yet to start today, the, uh, the Dallas Mavericks hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. That one should start here momentarily. At 10 o'clock, the Los Angeles Lakers traveling to Sacramento to take on the Kings. And then also at 10, the final game of this Wednesday evening, the Portland Trailblazers host the Golden State Warriors. That should be a fun one with, uh, with Dame and Steph going at it. Next commercial break, I'll, uh, I'll go over the standings in the Eastern and Western Conference. As again, uh, we've got, I believe, just one more day of regular season games prior to the All-Star break. Yeah, it looks like a, uh, a nine-game slate tomorrow prior to the break. And again, the All-Star game taking place on Sunday as we're back from commercial break. Ben Simmons will jog it into the front court. Sixers going from right to left here in the third. Here's Harris dribbling over to the left-hand side. Tries to find Simmons under the basket. He gets it to go plus the foul. A beautiful seal inside from Simmons. And uh, Harris with the uh, heads-up play as uh, Simmons was able to get Royce O'Neal all the way uh, under the rim. And the pass was right on the money. O'Neal tried to wrap him up, but Simmons... Finished with that, again, that right-hand jump hook over the left shoulder on the right side of the floor. As Simmons converts the free throw, so that cuts the Jazz lead to eight with eight minutes to go in the third. Here's Conley with the ball left wing, guarded by Green. Looking for Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich on the left corner will drive baseline, gets all the way under the rim, and is fouled by Harris. Bogdanovich, a master of... Uh, Moving off the ball there, he uh, he came off a screen and uh, his defender tried to uh, tried to cut off the pass, so he uh, faded towards the corner, and then his defender was on the side of him, so he was able to drive baseline and draw the foul. Here's Bogdanovich at the top, has the ball poked away by Harris. Simmons picks it up. He'll find Danny Green, who will pull up right wing three. No good. Embiid is there for the rebound. Can't get it to go, but he is fouled. So Joel Embiid will go to the line for two to try to cut this to a six-point game. Again, unlike uh, the on the other end, when the Sixers foul Gobert, they uh, most likely expect a miss, whereas with Embiid at 86%, uh, it's likely two points as he knocks down the first. 
He's got one more here. Bends his knees, puts it up, and puts it in. Utah 72, Philadelphia 66, 7.35 to go in the third. Here's Conley with the basketball, hands it off to O'Neal, right back to Conley. Conley gets a screen for Gobert, gets the free line, kicks it. Mitchell, left wing three, that's short. Rebound to Simmons, he'll push it. Gets the free throw line, kicks it out. Seth Curry, right wing three, drilled it. That's been a patented play there from Ben Simmons. Just push the tempo, suck in the defense, and find the shooters, whether that be Danny Green or, on this occasion, Seth Curry. And Curry knocks it down. A nice run there from Philadelphia. I believe that's a 7-0 run to a cut what was a 10-point deficit down to three. So let's uh, take a look at the NBA standings. Again, Philadelphia leading the way in the Eastern Conference with a 23-12 record, but they're just 5-5 five five in their last 10. The Brooklyn Nets right on their heels with a 9-1 stretch over their last 10. They're just a half game back at 23-13. Milwaukee also right in there in the conversation amongst the top three. They're at 21-14. The Boston Celtics have won a couple of, uh, I believe, three in a row and are now in the fourth spot in the East. The East has, uh, you know, been pretty brutal in terms of uh, positions four through ten, really, since we've got the playing game this year. Four through ten is, is not very strong in the East, but uh, Boston sitting there right now with uh, what would be home court advantage in the first round with an 18 and 17 record. The Raptors, after a horrendous start, are back to 500, and they're in the fifth spot at 17 and 17. The New York Knicks, the surprising Knicks, with a top five defense, sitting at 18 and 18, and in the sixth seed. In the seventh spot, another team like uh, Toronto that got off to a rough start. The Miami Heat have uh, have gone on a run with uh, Jimmy Butler now healthy. Uh, they are 17 and 18 overall. Charlotte Hornets have been a, a real fun team. They had a crazy comeback win against Sacramento. I think they were down eight points uh, with uh, with around a minute to go and eight, were able to win it in regulation with a Malik Monk and one with about a second to go uh, to give them a one-point win. But to the Hornets sitting at 16 and 18 at the eighth spot. The Pacers have gone on a little bit of a slide. They've, they've uh, lost seven of their last ten. They're sitting in the 9th seed with a 15-18 and 18 overall record. Same record for Chicago, who's sitting in the 10 spot. The Atlanta Hawks won their first game with, uh, with new uh, interim head coach Nate McMillan. They're sitting in the 11th spot with a 15-20 and 20 record. The Cleveland Cavaliers, again, on a nice little uh, win streak. Have won four in a row. They're 14 and 21, sitting at the 12 spot. And again, as I mentioned, beating Indiana tonight. As we're back from uh, commercial break, I'll finish off the East and, and talk about the West standings when at the next timeout. But here is uh, Donovan Mitchell as uh, we've got a uh, a whistle on the floor. Not sure what it was. Looks like a foul on the Sixers, so Utah will inbound it with 19 on the shot clock. It's Mitchell, O'Neal, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Favors for the Jazz. It's Green, Curry, Simmons, Harrison, and Bede for the Sixers. Here is Mitchell with the basketball. Gets a screen from Favors. Gets the line to the lane. A uh, running right-hand hook. No good. Rebound Simmons. He'll kick it to Danny Green. 
He hands it off to Curry. Back to Green in the corner. He'll drive baseline against Favors and gets bumped and draws the foul. Again, the Sixers continuously looking for those uh, those transition three opportunities. Simmons so good at pushing the uh, the tempo there. Harris will inbound at far sideline, gets it to Simmons at the top, back to Harris. Harris gets a screen from Embiid, driving left, kicks it back to Embiid on the pick and pop. Thought about the three, now will back down and isolate against Bogdanovich. He'll drive right along the baseline, spins back towards the middle, gets bumped. A lot of contact, but no foul. Here comes Utah. They've got a five on four. Here's Bogdanovich getting into the paint, has it stripped away. Favors kicks it out. O'Neal right wing three, drills it. Royce O'Neal with a big shot and the Jazz lead back up to six, 75-69, 6.23 to go in the third. Here's Harris with the basketball for Philly. Dribbles left, gets a screen, gets a wide open look from three, but that one's short. Rebound Ingles. Ingles will jog it into the front court, dribbles over to the left side. Guarded by Simmons, now calling for a screen from O'Neal. He'll reject it, drives left of the lane, and is going to be called for an offensive foul. Looks like he pushed off against Simmons. Simmons did a good job after initially getting beat on that uh, rejection of the screen. He got back into the play, and uh, I don't really like that call. I think that's uh, that's a play on. Ingles didn't extend the arm. He just bumped into Simmons. Simmons gets the basketball, throws it into the right corner. Danny Green drills the triple, and that's a that's a big change of uh, sequence. The Jazz m- maybe uh, you know should have had a bucket from Ingles, and instead the Sixers get three on the other end. Here's Ingles with the basketball, tries to throw it into the left corner to Bogdanovich, but Green tips it out of bounds. The Jazz will keep it with 14 on the shot clock. Utah 75, Philadelphia 72, 5:46 to go in this third quarter. Ball inbounded to O'Neal. Ball kicked up top to Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell near half court. He'll get a screen from Favors. Will walk into a wide open three on the left wing again and bead way off nowhere in the pitcher. And Mitchell knocks it down. Here is Simmons dribbling over to the right side. Beautiful spin move along the baseline. Tries to find a beat on the cut, but it's picked off by Favors. He gets it to Mitchell. Four on three situation. Bogdanovich left corner three off the heel. Rebound by Seth Curry. And we've got a foul by Donovan Mitchell. I don't know what that foul was for. The Jazz had four guys back. And I think Mitchell was just tired. So he said, uh, I guess I'll just commit a foul so I can catch a breather here. But uh, not a smart play there. I don't like that kind of foul. Ball will be inbounded to Simmons now. Simmons will throw it to Embiid on the left block. Facing up against Favors from about 18 feet. Will drive left along the baseline. Bullies his way to the rim and draws the foul. Again, something that uh, he is so good at that's really, you know, if you if you step up and try to take away that face-up jumper that he's been so consistent with, then he'll just put it on the floor, go baseline. It's hard to help along the baseline there. And uh, he can just kind of lower his shoulder and get you out of the way and force the contact or get a a dunk. So the first free throw from Embiid is up and no good. That one was just a little strong. He's got one more here to, uh, to cut the Jazz lead to five. Second free throw is up, and that one's good. 
So it's Utah 78, Philadelphia 73 as we hit the five-minute mark of this third stanza. Mitchell with the ball at the top gets a screen from Favors, now dribbling over the right wing. Switched on to by Harris. Now a call for another screen from Favors. We'll get it. We'll reject it. Now we'll dribble over to the right elbow. Pull up from there. That one rattles in and out. Rebound and bead. He'll get it to Simmons. Simmons crosses over, gets into the paint, but loses it. Beautiful play by Ingles to get his hands on the basketball. Now Ingles will get the pass from, from uh, Mitchell, but then throws an errant pass that's stolen by the Sixers. Here comes Ben Simmons barreling to the rim, dunks it home with the left hand plus the foul. A poor play from Joe Ingles, a bad pass that really had no chance of being converted. And that leads to Simmons in transition was a runaway freight train there. Ingles tried to slow him up, but Simmons was not going to be stopped. And he flushed it home with the left hand as he was falling to the floor. Simmons now with seven points in the third quarter, looking for eight here. And he can't get it to go. But the Sixers do cut into the lead some more. The, the Jazz advantage is down to three. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Gets a screen from Gobert. Goes to the right elbow. Left wing to O'Neal. Back to Mitchell. Mitchell splits the, tr the double team. Tries to dunk it on Embiid. It goes plus the foul. It wasn't, uh, <laughs> it didn't go through cleanly, so it wasn't a poster, but uh, he went for it, and uh, even though the foul happened, the ball still went through the net. And Beat can't believe he was called for the foul here. Yeah, I don't see much in terms of a, a personal foul. Looked like Embiid actually got the basketball, but the ball still just uh, somehow ended up in the basket. Mitchell up to 23 points now, and he'll try to convert the old-fashioned three-point play, and he gets it to go. So Utah's lead back up to six as we approach the four-minute mark here in the third. Simmons up top to Embiid, will dribble it with his right hand over the right wing, hands it off to Curry. Curry dribbling left towards the top, back to Embiid on the right wing, guarded by Gobert. Embiid now will dribble into a post-up, face-up jumper from 15, that one's off the heel, no good. Rebound, Ingles. Ingles will push it up the left sideline. Will drive left. Gets past Mike Scott and a beautiful scoop layup. Gets it to go. 83-75. The Jazz lead back up to eight. Simmons gets to the free throw line. Kicks it out and Bede. And Bede, just being left alone, he'll finally take it. And it rattles in and out. Rebound, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Dribbling over to the left wing. Gets double team momentarily. Kicks it up top. Ingles, right wing to O'Neal into the corner to Clarkson. Clarkson will pull it back out. Nine on the shot clock. We'll call for a Gobert screen. Clarkson throws it left side to Ingles. Hand off to O'Neal. Then over to Mitchell. Mitchell drives right. Puts up a 20-footer as the shot clock expires. And that is uh, no good. It looked like the rebound was, uh, was off of either Gobert or MB. They're going to say it's off of Gobert. As Thibel and uh, Milton check back in for Philadelphia here. So the Sixers get it back, trailing by eight. Yeah, Ingles recognized Mike Scott guarding him, and he knew he could. Uh, there, there are not too many guys that he's quicker than, but he might be quicker than Mike Scott. <laughs> As, uh, here is uh, Shake Milton with the basketball dribbling at the top, looking for Simmons on the post, and uh, throws it away. As uh, Donovan Mitchell able to get in front and steal it. 
Mitchell on the left wing throws it right side to Clarkson three. He drills it. Jordan Clarkson gives the Jazz an 11-point edge. 86-75, 2.42 to go in this third quarter. 8-0 run by Utah as the ball is thrown into Simmons on the left block. He's guarded by O'Neal. Beautiful screen set by Embiid, which allowed Simmons to get to his right hand, and he puts the sweeping hook off the glass and in. And the ball is thrown away by the Jazz there as they tried to find Gobert in transition, but it was uh, way overthrown, out of bounds, and the ball will go back to Philly. So the Sixers trailing by 9, 2.25 to go in the period. Simmons will walk it over the timeline into the front court, guarded by O'Neal. He'll dribble left, throws it into the corner to Milton. Milton kicks it to Thibel, Thibel fakes the three, takes a dribble in. Now back out to Milton, left wing three, no good. Rebound, Clarkson. Clarkson will take a long gun from the left side. That one's short. Rebound, Mike Scott. Scott hands it off to Milton, right side to Simmons. Simmons pushes it up to the right wing, now into the corner. Now will isolate against Ingles, going between the legs. Still dribbling with his left hand, gets into the paint, finds Howard with a little shovel pass, and Howard with a right hand push gets it to go over Gobert. So the Sixers cut the lead back to seven. Here is Clarkson on the right side. Goes past Thibel. Has the ball poked away. Ball ends up in O'Neal's hands in the left corner. He can't get the shot to go. Rebound Howard. He'll get it to Simmons. Four on four transition. Simmons drives right. Puts it up with the right hand. No good. The ball is tipped out to Milton. Left side. He'll drive past Ingles. Can't get the layup to go. And he is going to draw the foul on Gobert and the the Stifle Tower can't believe the call. He thinks he was maybe pushed by Dwight Howard, which uh, caused the contact. He's wanting uh, Quinn Snyder to challenge this. It's actually, yeah, Milton runs into Howard as he was airborne, which caused the uh, the, the rough fall. Milton was shaken up initially, but he looks to be okay as he'll uh, go to the line. The first one is up and in. Furkan Korkmaz checking in for the Sixers. Niang checking back in for the Utah Jazz. O'Neal will sit. Milton's second free throw is up and in. So it's Conley, Clarkson, Ingles, Niang, and Gobert for the Jazz. It's Scott, Milton, Howard, Thibel, and Korkmaz for the Sixers. Here's Conley dribbling left, gets left of the lane, puts up a shot fake, and gets the right-hand push shot to go plus the foul. He just kind of forced his way driving left. Milton was with him every step of the way, but a little shot fake on the left side, then goes back to his favored right hand to finish, and Milton gets called for the foul. Conley uh, showing off his muscles after that finish. Free throw is up and in. Howard gets it to Milton. Utah's lead now at 89-81 as we approach a minute to go in this third quarter. Milton with the basketball throws it right wing. Corkmaz thought about the three, hands it off to Howard. Howard now will drive left, and it looked like 
you know, there was going to be a dribble handoff with Howard and uh, Milton. Conley was trying to navigate it, and Howard, instead of the handoff, dribbled and dribbled right into Conley. And uh, Conley is going to be called for the block. Kind of an awkward-looking play there, but not a bad result uh, for, for the Jazz as you send Howard, a poor free-throw shooter, to the line. Dwight's first free throw is up and no good. Howard has experimented over the years and even this season with uh, various distances to shoot his free throws. Right now he's shooting it uh, at where most people shoot it, whereas uh, as close as you can get from 15 feet. But he'll sometimes step out to as much as 18 feet as the second free throw is good. Utah 89, Philadelphia 82, 55 seconds to go in the third. Ball thrown up top to Gobert, dribbles left, finds Niang in the corner. Niang to the wing to Ingles, guarded by Korkmaz. Ingles now will await a screen from Gobert, going left, gets trapped, throws it right side Conley into the corner to Clarkson. Shot fake, then puts it up over Theibel, and that rattles in and out. Howard with the rebound, he wants to run point. He'll finally hand it off to Milton. Milton gets right of the lane, puts it up, no, but he draws the foul. It's going to be another foul on Mike Conley. That's his second here in the last minute. So Milton back to the charity stripe. This will be the 24th and 25th free throw attempts for the Sixers on the evening. And the first one is up and in from Milton. So he's got one more to try to make this a five-point game. 33.2 seconds to go in the third, so we'll see if Utah is able to get some sort of a uh, two-for-one opportunity here. As a Milton knocks down the second ball, inbounded to Conley, and he's going to walk it up. So they're just uh, they're just going to take uh, go for the one-for-one one here, I guess. Conley at the Sixers logo, 13 on the shot clock, 20 on the game clock. Here Conley gets a screen from Gobert, driving right of the lane, puts up the floater, no, fight for his own rebound, but picked up by Thibel. 12 on the game clock. He gets it to Milton. Milton will walk it into the front court. Guarded by Ingles. 7 on the game clock now. Still near half court. Waiting a screen from Korkmaz. This is a mess. He's going to settle for a 30-footer. That's off the front of the rim. Just a poor possession there to end the quarter for the Sixers. At the end of three, it's Utah 89, Philadelphia 84. So uh, I'll finish uh, with the, the NBA standings. Uh, I had gotten through the Cavaliers at the 12 spot in the East with a 14-21 record. Washington sitting at the 13th position with a 13-20 mark. It's just crazy, you know, to think that uh, Washington in the, uh, the 13th spot is just, uh, you know, four games out of fourth in the Eastern Conference. The Orlando Magic in the 14 position at 13 and 22, and uh, rounding out the East, it's the Detroit Pistons at 9 and 25. In the West, of course, the one of the teams we're watching today, the Utah Jazz, leading the way with a 27 and 8 overall record. The Phoenix Suns have gone on a surge; they've won eight of their last 10, and they're now in the two spot in the West. Of course, you got to give a lot of credit to the point guard, Chris Paul, for the turnaround you've seen in Phoenix. 
In the three seed, it's the Los Angeles Lakers, the defending champs. They are at 24 and 12, but they're just four and six in their last 10. They've been struggling without Anthony Davis. The uh, Los Angeles Clippers at 24 and 13, still holding on to uh, home court advantage as of now. In the fifth seed, it's the San Antonio Spurs. They're sitting at 18 and 13 overall. They've won seven of their last 10, playing pretty good basketball. The Portland Trailblazers and Damian Lillard, uh, you know, carrying this team despite a bunch of injuries with uh, to, to Nurkic and, and McCollum, most notably. The Blazers still sitting at the sixth seed with a 19-14 record. Denver, uh, five games over 500, sitting at the seventh spot. They're 20-15. And, and uh, at the eighth seed, it's the Golden State Warriors. They are 19-16 overall. The ninth seed is the Memphis Grizzlies. They've done a heck of a job without Jaron Jackson Jr. all season to hang in the playoff hunt. They're uh, at 16 and 15, one game over 500. The tenth seed in the West is the Dallas Mavericks. They are 17 and 16 overall. They've started to play a little bit better as of late. They've won eight of their last ten after getting off to a rough start this season. I'll finish out the West on the next commercial break as we're here to start the fourth quarter. The Jazz going from left to right in the period. It's Ingles, Niang, Gobert, Clarkson, and Conley for the Jazz as uh, Ingles with the basketball on the right block kicks it up top to Clarkson who drives past Thibel, but Thibel again able to poke the ball away. So, so adept at that skill. He's got such good hands, a long reach. It's Korkmaz, Milton, Scott, Howard, and Thibel for the Sixers. Ball inbounded. A beautiful play. Gets Joe Ingles a wide open right corner three. Ingles was the inbounder. He just got it right back. The Sixers weren't guarding the inbounder. And he gets an open look. The Jazz lead at 92-84. It'll be interesting to see where the Sixers go for offense with this lineup without Simmons, Embiid, or Harris on the floor. Here's a beautiful cut by Scott, who then hands it off to Howard, who gets the layup on the left-hand side. So the Jazz lead at 92-86, 11-15 to go in the ballgame. Here's Conley with the basketball. Dribbles over to the right, throws it cross-court to Niang. He'll find Joe Ingles in the right corner. Pitches it to Gobert. Gobert will take the 18-footer with Howard falling away from him. And that one's woefully short, and it will bounce out of bounds. The Sixers will get it back. Dwight with a smile on his face. I think he was content watching Gobert fire away from 18 feet. Here's Milton with the basketball, hands it off to Howard, right back to Milton, dribbling over to the right wing. Milton now will get a screen from Howard, going left. Left of the lane, gets under the rim, snakes it. Now we'll kick it back out to Thibel, right wing, back to Milton. Milton isolating against Niang. Now kicks it out, Howard, left wing, he's going to take a three, and he drills it. So Rudy Gobert on one end takes an 18-footer and misses. Then Dwight Howard drills a triple. Mike Conley, left wing to Joe Ingles, up top to Gobert. Gobert has the ball poked away by Howard. Howard now will play point. Howard going in, kicks it to Korkmaz. A beautiful wraparound back to Howard, and he is fouled. So uh, I mentioned how is this uh, this Philadelphia team going to be able to score with this lineup. Well, the first possession in the half court, they got a nice cut from Mike Scott, which led to a Howard layup. Then Howard hits a three, and then Howard... Gets a steal on Gobert, which creates a transition opportunity, and he, he will get to the line for two. 
First one for Howard is up and no good. You wonder every time Howard has a bad game from the line if the next game he's going to switch up where he stands. Gobert will check out as Favors comes back in for the Jazz. And Mitchell does as well. So Quinn Snyder uh, not taking any chances here as his lead has, cut, has been cut to three. I think Dwight Howard is still... Uh, Chuckling about uh, his made three-pointer just a few moments ago. Second free throw is good. So Utah 92, Philadelphia 90 with 10-15 to go in the ballgame. Sixers on a bench group on a nice little run here. Here's Ingles, hands it off to Conley who gets it back. And Dwight Howard with an amazing block. It looked like Conley had a wide-open layup. Here's Korkmaz in transition. Puts up a floater. Gets it to go over Favors. And Quinn Snyder is very angry as he will call time. But what a play from Dwight Howard. Mike Conley going for his right-hand floater. Howard coming out of nowhere and swatting it off the glass. So Dwight Howard keying this great run for Philadelphia to start the fourth quarter. As they have outscored the Jazz in the period 8-3 to to tie the ballgame. So back to the NBA standings. I had mentioned the Dallas Mavericks on a nice uh, nice run to get to the 10th spot, which would be, the, would be in the play-in in the Western Conference. The 11th seed is the New Orleans Pelicans. They, uh, again, played really well to defeat the Utah Jazz the other night. They are sitting in the 11th spot with a 15-19 and 19 record. Their offense uh, with, uh, with Zion and Brandon Ingram has been terrific as of late. The Oklahoma City Thunder sitting in the 12th spot with a 14-20 and 20 record. The Sacramento Kings, again, with that brutal loss to uh, Charlotte the other day, sitting in the 13th spot with a 13-21 and 21 mark. The Rockets in the 14th seed with an 11-22 record, and uh, they have fallen off a cliff. They have lost 10 in a row. The Minnesota Timberwolves rounding out the Western Conference standings at 7-28. I know uh, Golden State Warriors fans are certainly excited about that, given that they... Uh, own that uh, Timberwolves pick if it falls anywhere uh, outside of the top three. Again, you're listening to Duncan Dynasty. It's a weekly podcast hosted by myself, Garrett Bouquet, and uh, I've also got a co-host, Corbin Ford, who joins me uh, to, uh, to talk about all things NBA and basketball. Last week I did uh, an episode with Evan Dial on all-star selections. So if you haven't heard that yet, go check that out. A couple weeks ago, Corbin and I did an episode on NBA tiers where we ranked all 30 NBA teams. If you haven't gotten a chance yet, please subscribe, rate, and review uh, on, uh, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Next week I uh, plan on having an episode uh, talking about this weekend's all-star game. And uh, the other festivities, including the three-point and uh, dunk contests.
This is League Pass Radio. I'm bringing you live play-by-play of the Utah Jazz at the Philadelphia 76ers with no commercial breaks. I'll be with you till the end of the ball game. Here's Conley with the basketball for Utah. Drives into the paint. Thibel comes from behind and gets the block. Here comes Philadelphia on a nice run here with momentum. Here's Milton. Throws the, it was like a floater or a lob. No. Favors gets the rebound, but Milton gets the steal on the outlet. He'll kick it to Korkmaz. Korkmaz fakes the three, gets into the paint, finds Howard. Howard will drive into the paint. Picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Thibel up top to Scott, who finds Milton left side to Korkmaz. Korkmaz tries to get it to Scott on the block. The pass is picked off by Clarkson. Beautiful save by O'Neal as well. And Clarkson will pull it up to the right wing. He'll drive baseline. Gets under the rim. Puts it up. No. A lot of contact there, but no fouls. Howard looked to hit him. Here is Mike Scott in transition. That's a right corner three, and he drills it. And the run continues for the Sixers bench group as they now have a 95-92 lead. 8.45 8.45 to go in the ballgame. This is the first lead for Philadelphia since it was 8-7. to seven. Here's Mitchell gets a screen from Favors, and he's going to pull up from three, and it looked like Milton got his hand stuck in the cookie jar. It looks like it's going to be an on-the-floor foul, though, so no free throws for Mitchell and the Jazz. So O'Neal will inbound it for Utah. Again, the Jazz going from left to right in this final period. It's O'Neal, Ingles, Mitchell, Favors, and Clarkson for Utah. It's Simmons, uh, Scott, Milton, Harris, and Thibel for the Sixers as uh, Donovan Mitchell goes right of the lane, puts up a little right-hand floater, and gets it to go to cut the Sixers' lead to one. Here's Scott with a basketball, hands it off to Harris on the right wing, back to Scott. Scott up top to Milton. Milton now gets a screen, drives right of the lane, attacks the body of Favors and finishes over the top with the right hand off the glass. Beautiful move and body control there from Shake Milton. And the Sixers lead back to three. Here is Mitchell, gets a screen from Favors, drives to the free throw line, snakes the pick and roll, kicks it up top to O'Neal, left wing to Clarkson. He'll drive right on Thibel, puts up a floater with the right hand, gets it to go. Good defense from Thibel, but Clarkson just too good there. Here is Simmons, throws it left side to Milton. He'll drive along the baseline, finds Mike Scott. Again, another right corner three. That one's off the mark. Rebound Mitchell. Mitchell will pull it up to the right wing, guarded by Simmons. Will go off the glass with the right hand and in. Mitchell just attacked right at Ben Simmons. Of course, those two uh, known for their uh, little... uh, Social media battle and and also the on-court battle for the 2015 Rookie of the Year. That time Mitchell just went right at him, got his body into him, knocked Simmons off balance, and then able to kind of slow up and and put that right-hand shot off the glass uh, just right of the lane. So a nice move that gives the Jazz a 98-97 advantage with 7.33 to go. We've got another timeout. So updating you on uh, the statistics for this game, Jazz uh, shooting down to 47.3% at 36 of 75, but still shooting 50% from the three-point line, 16 of 32, 10 of 14 from the charity stripe. 
17 assists, but uh, 14 turnovers for the Jazz. That's been uh, that's been costly as well as 19 personal fouls. The Sixers have uh, have shot 27 free throws to the Jazz's 14. Also, the Sixers have only committed eight turnovers as well. They've played a cleaner game. Philadelphia at 36 of 74, 49.3%, but just 5 of 20 from 3. Again, this is why this Jazz team has, has had such a great season. They, uh, they attempt more threes usually. They make more threes usually than their opponents. And, uh, you know, despite Philadelphia getting to the free throw line more, despite, despite them winning the turnover battle, Utah still has the edge. Philadelphia 20 of 27 from the line. They've got 18 assists to their eight turnovers. Eight steals, including two from Thibel and uh, four blocks. From an individual perspective, uh, leading the way for the Jazz, it's uh, Donovan Mitchell. He's got 28 on 11 of 23 from the field, 4 of 7 from downtown. He's got going on the, over the last couple of possessions. He's also got 7 rebounds and 3 assists. Mike Conley's got 16, 6 of 11 from the field, 3 of 3 from downtown. Bogdanovich with 12 on a 5 of 12 shooting. Royce O'Neal with 7, Gobert with 6 for the Jazz. Off the bench, it's Ingles with 10 and Clarkson with 10. For Philadelphia leading the way, it's Joel Embiid. He's got 25 points, 9 of 18 from the field, 7 of 9 from the line, 12 rebounds and an assist. Ben Simmons with 17 points on an efficient 8 of 10 shooting. He's also got 5 uh, five dimes. Tobias Harris with 9, Seth Curry with 8, and Danny Green with 3 to round out the starting lineup, and Howard and Milton both with 12 off the bench as we're back. Sixers with a basketball. Beautiful play set up for Tobias Harris, curling off some screens. He finds Shake Milton in the left corner, but he can't hit the, the open shot. Here's Donovan Mitchell, drives to the free throw line, kicks it out. O'Neal up top to Ingles. Ingles will wait a screen from Gobert. will dribble to the left towards the corner. Pass fake, then finds Mitchell right wing, fakes the three, gets into the paint, kicks it. Ingles, left corner, three is good. Beautiful little scoop pass from Mitchell, and Ingles, with that quick release, able to catch it, you know, caught it up towards his head and didn't have to bring the ball down, just shot it right away. Ingles now with 13 on 3 of 4 from downtown. The Jazz lead at 101-97, 6.44 to go in the fourth. Here's Embiid with the basketball right wing, hands it off to Curry, sets the screen. Curry pulls up from the right elbow, that's pure. So Seth Curry makes it a 101-99 ball game. Here's Mitchell, driving in transition, tries to go through about three defenders, has the ball poked from behind. Again, Mitchell trying to do a little bit too much there. But the previous possession, that pass, was, was gorgeous to Ingles. Six and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. Utah 101, Philadelphia 99. Here's Mitchell with a basketball. Gets over to the elbow. Throws the lob to Gobert, who had snuck along the baseline. Embiid kind of lost sight of him, and Gobert able to finish. So the Jazz lead back to four as we approach the halfway mark of this fourth quarter. Here's Seth Curry with a basketball on the right wing. Guarded by Clarkson. Gets a screen from Embiid. Gets the free throw line. Beautiful pocket pass. Embiid sells the shot fake. Gobert fell for it. And Embiid able to drive in and flush it home with two hands. 103-101. Utah lead back to two. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Dribbles to the free throw line. Beautiful crossover. Now dribbles over to the right corner to the right wing to Ingles. Now the way to Gobert screen. Gets it. 
will pull up for a right wing three. Wide open again because Embiid again dropping back. Not really in the picture. And Ingles hits another three. That's his fourth triple of the night. He continues his hot shooting throughout the season. Here's Seth Curry with the basketball. Throws it right wing to Embiid. Embiid drives right baseline. Back to Curry. Curry thought about the three. Now will pull it. And hits the long gun. Seth Curry cuts the Jazz lead back to two as we approach Five minutes to go in this one. This has been a terrific ball game. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Gets a screen from O'Neal. Finds O'Neal on the pop. Back to Mitchell at the top. Mitchell guarded by Milton. Now we'll get another staggered screen at the top. Dribbling to the right. Now finds O'Neal. Left wing shot fake. Gets all the way to the bucket but blows the bunny. Misses a left hand shot but then Embiid falls over. And uh, tries to save the basketball but couldn't. So the Jazz will get it back. Tough break there as uh, the uh, Sixers were given a gift with uh, with Royce O'Neal blowing that uh, left-handed layup. But uh, Embiid, uh, whether he was shoved or not, I would like to see a replay to tell, but uh, lost his balance and couldn't hold on to the basketball. So Ingles will inbound it on the, uh, the near baseline, guarded by Simmons. Last time they ran this play, they got Ingles a corner three. This time the Sixers guarding the inbounder. Ingles throws it into Mitchell in the right corner. Mitchell pressured by Milton. Mitchell facing up, dribbling with his left hand. Goes between the leg. Screened by Gobert. Now gets to the line to lane all the way to the hoop. Looks like he was fouled. Can't get it to go. Rebound Gobert and Embiid set it away. Embiid with the rebound. He'll kick it to Milton. Left wing. Milton back up top to Embiid. Shot fakes. Now will spin at the free throw line. Loses it momentarily. Now kicks it to Milton. Milton now gets a screen from Embiid. Dribbles over to the left. Now will reject the screen. Drives right of the lane. Gets under the rim. Tries to find Gobert. And it looks like we're going to have a travel as Milton may have landed prior to making the pass. As that uh, that previous possession, Mitchell... Uh, looked like he got uh, he got hooked, and he ended up throwing a lob pass that went right to Gobert, and Embiid able to recover and block it right at the rim. But it uh, looked like Mitchell got fouled on that. It's the Jazz 106, the Sixers 104, 4.20 to go in the fourth. Mitchell will jog it into the, t- the front court. Guarded by Milton, will get a screen from Gobert. Drives right, now snakes it. Now steps back from 17. That's an air ball. Rebound Simmons. Simmons will push it for Philadelphia. Gets to the left wing. Guarded by O'Neal. Now will back down against O'Neal. Now will get into the paint. Kicks it out. Embiid's got an open look for three and he drills it. The Sixers retake the lead. 107-106. 3.50 to go in the ballgame. Mitchell jogs it into the front court. At the top of the key, guarded by Milton, looking for Bogdanovich coming off a screen, and he's going to be held by Harris off the ball as Harris tried to stop him. The Jazz not in the bonus yet, though, so uh, Utah will inbound it from the uh, the, the far sideline. It was O'Neal trying to set the screen there, the pin down. Ball inbounded to Mitchell. He'll get a screen from Gobert. He's got another wide open look. Left wing three and he drills it again. Joel Embiid just puts his hands up in the air asking, uh, I think, wondering what what, uh, the, the game plan is because that's just too easy of a shot. Just a simple crossover, you know, pick and roll. 
And uh, Mitchell just able to walk into a wide open three. Yeah, Gobert did a really good job of altering the direction of that screen, and and Mitchell crossed over into it, and he uh, points right at Gobert and, and thanks him for that excellent screen to get him such an open look. So again, we'll take a look at some scores from around the uh, from around the NBA. The uh, the Pacers have come back against the Cavs and made that a tight one. The Cavaliers leading at 106-105 with uh, 157 to go in the ball game. The uh, Pistons have run away with it against Toronto. They're up 116 to 96 with uh, just over five minutes to go in that one. The Brooklyn Nets continuing their hot play, and uh, the, the Houston Rockets continuing to struggle as the Nets lead at 77-59, 8.28 left in the third there. At halftime, the uh, the Charlotte Hornets on the road leading the Minnesota Timberwolves, 62-56. The Orlando Magic leading the Atlanta Hawks, 61-44. That's also at the half. Also at the, at the halftime break, it's the Bulls, 64, the Pelicans, 45. And the Mavericks leading the Thunder 32-28 with nine minutes to go in the second quarter. As we're back from commercial, Philadelphia going from right to left here in the uh, final quarter. It's Simmons with a basketball. He'll hand it to Curry. It's Simmons, Curry, Embiid, Harris, and Milton for Philadelphia. The ball is inserted into Harris. Harris to the free throw line to Embiid. Bobbled it initially, picked it back up. He'll hand it to Milton. Milton dribbles left to the free throw line. Back to Embiid on the pick and pop. He'll drive left into the paint. Beautiful footwork, gets around Gobert, can't get it to go, but taps it in with the right hand off the glass. We are knotted up at 109. Here's Mitchell with the basketball on the left side. He'll get a screen from Gobert. And Bede shows this time. Mitchell up top to O'Neal, throws it right wing to Conley. Conley dribbling at the top now. Beautiful crossover, gets past Seth Curry, finds Boyan Bogdanovich in the right corner, and he drills the triple. The Jazz lead at 112-109, 2.47 to go in the ballgame. Here's Simmons, left wing to Curry. Curry guarded by Conley. Up top to Harris. Harris gets a screen from Embiid. At the right elbow, up top Embiid, pick and pop three. That one's short. Rebound O'Neal. Just a touch short there. That would have tied it. Here's Mitchell with the ball on the left wing, guarded by Milton. It's Mitchell, Gobert, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, and Conley. Mitchell drives baseline. Right side to Bogdanovich, cross court to O'Neal, and he finds Rudy Gobert wide open under the rim. Another example of the beautiful ball movement and passing of this Utah Jazz basketball team. And they take a 114-109 lead. Big time play there as uh, Conley, uh, on the previous possession, able to get past Curry, which created the, the corner three for Bogdanovich. And then just some good ball movement, maybe a little bit of a miscommunication off the ball from the Sixers, left Gobert wide open under the hoop. And he was able to flush it home with two hands. Two seventeen to go in this ballgame. Jazz with two timeouts, Sixers now down to one after using one there. Only two other games uh, left to start tonight, and that is the uh, the Kings hosting the Lakers. That one's at 10. 
So that should start in uh, within the hour. And then the uh, the Portland Trailblazers hosting the Golden State Warriors. That's also at 10. And the Pacers have actually taken the lead over the Cavs. They now have a 110-106 edge with 54 seconds left in that one. This has been everything I uh, would have wanted and more. It's been a fantastic game between two very good basketball teams. As Tobias Harris will inbound it on the far baseline, he'll get it into Simmons. Both teams have some fouls to give as well. As Simmons with the basketball throws it left block to Embiid. This is his spot. Facing up on Gobert. He'll drive baseline. Shoulders Gobert out of the way and finishes with the right hand. The Jazz and Gobert, of course, wanted the offensive foul, but Embiid gets the bucket. 114-111. The Sixers cut the Jazz lead to three. Here's Mitchell. Staggered screen up top. Drives right of the lane. Throws the lob to Gobert, but Embiid recovers beautifully and deflects the pass, and it's picked up by Simmons, who then is fouled in transition. The Jazz, again, trying to avoid the uh, uh, the transition opportunity. So, again, with, with the foul to give, the Sixers will inbound it. But they have an opportunity to uh, to cut the lead to one with a two or a tie it with a three. Embiid with a brilliant defensive play there. The ball thrown into Embiid again. Gobert ga gambles. Embiid catches it, drives right, draws the foul, can't get it to go. But he will go to the line. Gobert went for the steal on the entry pass, and that allowed Embiid to have a, uh, you know, that made up Embiid's mind that he had the right-hand drive open to him. So Embiid, 7 of 9 from the line tonight. Again, I've mentioned uh, 86% on the season. And uh, he has a chance to cut into this three-point lead, make it a one-point game. The first one is up and good. He's now 8 of 10. 147 to go in the ballgame. Matisse Theibel with an offensive-defensive sub will, will check in for Philadelphia. Embiid now up to 35 points. Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz with 31. Second free throw from Embiid is good as well. We've got a barn burner on our hands here at the Wells Fargo Center. Utah with a one-point lead. Here's Mitchell with the basketball. Gets a double screen at the top. Thought about the three. Throws it to O'Neal. Right back to Mitchell. Mitchell backs it out to near half court. Gets another staggered screen. Drives left. Gets past Embiid. Puts up the scoop. No, but Gobert is there for the putback. The Utah Jazz lead at 116-113. 127 to go in the ballgame. Here's Ben Simmons with the basketball. Again, looking for Embiid on his spot in the left block. Facing up against Gobert. Now we'll back down. Dribbling the right hand. Conley stunts to him, back to Curry. A beautiful repost, Embiid inside, shot fakes, puts it up, no! Looking for the foul, but didn't get it. Here comes Conley in the Jazz. Big possession here, Utah trying to put this game away. Conley throws it the block to Bogdanovich, and he is fouled by Seth Curry. And again, I think the, the Sixers had a foul to give, so Utah will inbound it. But Utah trying to take advantage of the mismatch there in transition. And Curry wanted no part of that. He just uh, basically conceded the foul. I like that no call on that end. Uh, Embiid got Gobert to jump, but he didn't jump into him. 
and uh, Embiid then kind of lunged forward to try to draw the contact. Ball inbounded to Bogdanovich. He's uh, in a precarious position. He throws it to Mitchell. The pass was deflected, though. Mitchell catches it in the backcourt. Here's a screen from Gobert. Mitchell gets another wide-open look. Gobert tips out the miss. Rebound by Bogdanovich, who gets it back to Mitchell. 10 on the shot clock, 45 on the game clock. Jazz up three. Mitchell again splits the double, and then it puts up a floater blocked by Embiid. Gets it back. Fight for the rebound. Nobody can come up with Finally, Thibel gets it. Here comes Philadelphia. Ben Simmons pushing. Gets it to Harris. Harris drives right. Tries to find Curry. Stolen by O'Neal. But it looks like he may have been out of bounds. Unbelievable sequence here at the end of this ball game. Yeah, it looks like Bogdanovich, when he tried to pass it to Mitchell, it was kicked by Simmons. They didn't notice the kick, but it was right that it was not a backcourt violation. The Sixers get it back with 28 seconds on the game clock, 17 on the shot clock. Again, Philadelphia has a timeout. They're going to get a substitution in to take Thibel out, and they bring in Milton. And now it looks like maybe Utah will call time. Not sure about that, uh, although, you know, Quinn Snyder can perhaps draw up defensive strategy and draw up the next offensive play for his team. Utah 116, Philadelphia 113 here. We've had a, a heck of a ball game on the second to last night of the NBA's schedule prior to the All-Star break. Actually, we've we do not have a timeout by the Jazz. I misspoke. It's uh, it's an official review. Perhaps they're they're checking to see who the ball was out on along the sideline. There, it looked like O'Neal got his hand on it, and oh boy. They uh, they said that uh, either the ball or O'Neal had stepped out of bounds. And I don't think he did. O'Neal has his right foot. He gets the basketball. He throws it. And he's got it out before his left foot lands out of bounds. So this might be Utah Jazz basketball here <laughs> after this review. What a great play, and Ben Simmons again in transition, always looking for the three-point shooters. O'Neal read it and got the steal, and it's a missed call, frankly. O'Neal also intelligently threw the ball up ahead, and Mitchell was running, and he probably would have gotten to that and maybe had a, maybe had a layup. Yeah, those are the plays. You know, this is why this Utah Jazz team is is so great. You talk about the scoring you get from from Mitchell and Conley and Ingles and Bogdanovich, but then you just get the, you know, you've got a superstar in Gobert that does a bunch of the dirty work, but you've also got a guy in Royce O'Neal who not only is a, is a good shooter, good transition player, but, uh, you know, a very solid defender that just makes timely plays. And, you know, as a veteran, he's seen, uh, you know, he's, he's played in playoff series. He's, uh, he's seen it all. But that is just a really heads-up play. And, yeah, I think Mitchell has a layup if they don't blow this dead. Now, the other question is, do the referees determine that uh, 
it's a jump ball or jazz basketball because the, there is the question mark over uh, if the pass was uh, was thrown when the whistle was blown and or can you even give a guy credit for having possession when when uh, he doesn't have a foot on the floor but they're giving it to Philly I do not know what this is what's going on as Philadelphia has the basketball. Tobias Harris drives left of the lane, gets the shot up over Gobert and gets it to go. It's a one-point game, 23 seconds on the game clock, so the shot clock is turned off. So Philadelphia will try for a steal and then foul as Seth Curry is going to commit a foul on Conley as he drove along the left sideline. I am so utterly confused. Of course, I've, I've got my, uh, uh, my league pass here on mute so that I can do the broadcast, so... I don't know what the referee's uh, conclusion was there, but from every replay I saw, that was a clean steal from O'Neal, and that was a bad call. And they they stuck with the call. And Harris able to convert then and make it a one-point game. Conley then gets fouled, and his first free throw is up and in. So the Jazz lead is up to two. This is a big one, makes it a, a three-point lead. Quinn Snyder instructing his defense here. Conley. Takes the dribble. Puts up the second free throw. That's good as well. So the Jazz lead is at 3, 118-115. 21.5 to go. Harris inbounds it to Simmons. Throws it up top to Embiid. Back to Harris. Harris gets a screen. Harris switched on to by Gobert. Harris looking for Embiid now, guarded by Bogdanovich. Embiid going to step back, look for a three, takes it, and hits! Joel Embiid with 5.9 seconds to go has tied the ball game. The Jazz aren't going to call time. Ball inbounded to Conley. Conley drives left, puts up the right-hand floater, it rattles out! That's the end of regulation. We've got overtime in Philadelphia. Joel Embiid with an incredible shot as uh, he was looking to go on the block, as uh, Simmons threw him the basketball, he was guarded by Bogdanovich, and I think he recognized with this mismatch, I can just dribble out and I can shoot right over the top, and that's exactly what he did. What a play from Joel Embiid. And also, what controversy here. I, uh, I'm going to be very interested to see exactly what the decision was from the referees as to why they uh, they gave Philadelphia the basketball instead of uh, changing the call when it, it appeared that Royce O'Neal saved that ball without uh, before and, and, and threw the ball into the front court prior to stepping out of bounds. But uh, you know what? I'll take five free minutes of basketball. This has been a tremendous game. Uh, two two great teams and uh, some great performances on display as well. And Bede now up to 39 on the night, including 15 rebounds. He's 14 of 26 from the field. He is showing you here tonight why a lot of people have him right now as the MVP of this 2021 season. And you know, on the other end, we've uh, we've had some some pretty great performances from from Donovan Mitchell, 31 points, 12 of 29 from the field, five of nine from three. And man, that uh, that floater from Conley 
reminiscent of the the three-point shot that he took at the end of the Jazz Nuggets series was halfway down and rattled out. Mike Conley can't catch a break at the end of these games with the last-second shots. Yeah, Conley got that off, was just a tad short and a tad bit to the left. It hit the front of the rim, then the back of the rim, and then rolled out. But I like the move from Quinn Snyder there as well of not using the timeout. They got a pretty great look in transition with the Sixers not able to set their defense. So we're about to uh, to get underway here with the overtime session again, a five-minute overtime in the NBA. Both teams now uh, reinstated with two timeouts. As it'll be Gobert and Embiid at center circle, and Gobert quick jumps the tip and, and gets it, and Conley will bring it into the front court. Hands it to O'Neal, right back to Conley, guarded by Milton. It's Conley, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, Mitchell, and Gobert for the Jazz. Mitchell gets to the free throw line, puts up another right-hand floater. That one's off the back of the iron. No good. Rebound Embiid. He'll get it to Simmons. It's Simmons, Embiid, Harris, Milton, and Curry for the Sixers. Curry gets a screen from Harris, now throws it to the block to Embiid. Embiid facing up against Gobert, puts up the jumper. That one rattles out. Rebound Bogdanovich. He'll get it to Mitchell. Mitchell right wing to Conley, back to Mitchell. He'll drive past Harris. His scoop shot, no good. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by O'Neal. O'Neal gets it to Mitchell, and Mitchell jumps sideways into Curry and is going to get the free throws. I hate this call. I hate that the NBA falls for the, the NBA officials fall for this, but it's an unnatural shot. Curry jumped and contested the shot. He, he legally jumped to the side of the shooter. And Mitchell, because he unnaturally jumped to the right instead of forward towards the hoop, is going to get three free throws. Although given the uh, the Royce O'Neal play, perhaps <laughs> Jazz fans will say, well, you know, they, they missed it, which really cost us... Uh, the, the game in regulation. So, uh, you know, things even out in the end as Mitchell will line up the first free throw. It is up and in. Yeah, just a bad call there. There's no doubt about that. Second free throw is no good. Rolls off the front of the rim and off the side. So Mitchell will have one more, though. It was a three-point attempt. Utah 119, Philadelphia 118. 4.15 left to go in the overtime session. One more free throw for Mitchell here. And it's up and in. So the Jazz lead is two. Philadelphia with the basketball going from right to left in the extra session. Here's Simmons. will jog it over the timeline into the front court. 
He'll throw it left wing to Harris. Harris drives left the baseline. Now backing down on Bogdanovich. He'll get into the paint. Turns over the left shoulder. His right hand jump hook is good. Just a power move there from Tobias Harris. Knots the game at 120. Here's Mitchell with a basketball guarded by Simmons on the left wing. Now we'll get a staggered screen up top. Drives right of the lane. Pulls it back out. Good defense from Simmons. Now gets a screen from Gobert. Mitchell gets an open look for three. That's short. Rebound Harris. He got bumped by O'Neal, but no call. And he'll hand it to Simmons. Simmons walks it into the front court. Dribbling at the top of the key. Dribbling with his left hand, looking for Harris on the left block. Facing up against Bogdanovich. He'll drive left. Gets right past him. Gets all the way to the rim. Lays it up and in. There's a little contact as well, but no foul. So four consecutive points for Tobias Harris, and the Sixers now lead by two. Here's Conley with the basketball, gets a screen from Gobert, throws it left wing Mitchell. Mitchell spins against Simmons, can't finish the layup, picked up by Harris. Mitchell fell down, so it's a five on four for Philadelphia. Here's Harris, right wing to Milton, throws it to the corner to Curry. The, the Jazz get back, though. Curry looking inside for Harris. And the pass is off the mark, picked off by Gobert. He'll push it himself. Jump stops, finds Mitchell, who throws it left wing Conley. Back to Mitchell. 2.47 to go in the overtime. Philadelphia 122, Utah 120. Mitchell near half court, guarded by Harris. He'll get a double screen, rejects it, drives left of the paint. Beautiful kick out, Bogdanovich wide open right corner, three hits. Bogdanovich continues the hot shooting, and the Jazz retake the lead. 123-122. 2.25 to go. Here's Simmons. Near the logo, dribbling over towards the left wing. Guarded by O'Neal. Now switched on to by Bogdanovich. He finds Harris. Harris posting up against O'Neal. He'll back down. Again, backing down, showing patience. Turns over the shoulder. He puts up a shot along the baseline, and Gobert blocks it, but it's going to be a goaltend. As I think Gobert got it as the ball was starting to... Ooh, that's close. I think it was just starting to come down when Gobert got to it. So the Sixers retake the lead, 124-123, 210 to go in overtime. Harris has stepped up big in the extra session for the Sixers. Here's Mitchell with the basketball, gets a double screen up top, dribbles over to the right wing, gets Simmons behind him, spins past him, and he's going to be called for the offensive foul. Ben Simmons doing a great job of trying to uh, maneuver around the screen. And uh, let's see, uh, it might be a hook. Mitchell gets called for a hook here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Can't tell who's grabbing who there. But nonetheless, it's Sixers possession. Up one. Simmons looking for Harris. Back up top to Embiid. Right wing to Milton. Milton guarded by Simmons, now looking for Harris on the block. He's got it on the right block, faces up on O'Neal. Now we'll start to back down, showing some patience. Turns over the left shoulder along the baseline and hits again. Tobias Harris, the star for the Sixers here in the extra session. He's got eight points here in the last couple of minutes, and the Sixers lead it 126-123. Here's Conley for Utah. Guarded by Milton, gets a screen from Bogdanovich. Finds Bogdanovich on the pop, a good recovery from Harris. Bogdanovich now screen from Gobert. Gets an open look for three. That one rattles out. Rebound by Embiid, who wrestled away from Gobert to get the board. Here's Simmons, left wing to Milton. They're going to look for the hot hand to Harris. Harris now in the left corner, facing up against Bogdanovich. He'll drive left, spins back towards the middle. Showing patience, dribbling. 
Now will spin again towards the baseline, puts it up. No, Simmons is there for the rebound. No, Embiid misses the putback, and he's and it's going to be Gobert that's called for the foul. The Jazz can't believe the call, and Embiid is asking why aren't they getting a technical as a few of the Jazz players ran away in disgust. And it looks like maybe they did call a technical as Seth Curry is going to go to the line. So Curry with a big one here, puts it up and puts it in. The Sixers' lead has ballooned to four, 127-123 with under a minute to go in overtime. And it does look like Rudy Gobert shoved Embiid down low with the forearm, which caused Embiid to miss that uh, shot from point-blank range. But this is going to be a, a potential three-point possession, which could be could be the ball game here. As the Sixers, if Embiid hits these two, could extend their lead to six with 57.5 seconds to go as Embiid hits the first. Embiid with one more. Puts it up, and no good. Fight for the rebound. Gobert grabs it. He hands it to Mitchell. Jazz down five. Mitchell will pull up left wing three. That one's off the back of the iron. Rebound, Gobert. He'll go up against, finds a cutting Mitchell. Now will dribble over into the right corner. Guarded by Simmons. He'll step back into the corner. Takes a deep shot. No. Fight for the rebound. It's grabbed by Embiid. 37 seconds left in the overtime session. The Jazz might need to foul here. Oh, Milton fumbles it. Loses it, falls to the floor. We've got what appears to be a jump ball. <laughs> the Sixers with possession and really would have probably forced Utah to foul, but Milton just stumbled. Not sure if it was a wet spot or what. And now it appears that Mitchell is walking off the court. He may have been ejected. And he just slaps a water a water bottle or a water container there, a water jug. And he is obviously upset as it looks like this game is going to go to the Sixers. And this is a, you know, a brutal loss for the Jazz after a, a really tight loss on Monday night as well to the Pelicans as Harris knocks down the, uh, the first technical. I think he might be getting two technicals here. Mitchell is upset that uh, that he may have been fouled. I don't know if he was upset that he thought he was fouled on that last three-point attempt or it was just upset about previous plays that had taken place. But we've got some more uh, we've got some more arguing amongst the coaches and referees. Neither coach seems happy at the moment. Now we've got, we finally got our jump ball between Shake Milton and uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. If the Sixers win this tip, this game is just about over. 30.8 seconds to go in overtime. Philadelphia 129, Utah 123. The ball is thrown up and the ball was thrown towards the Sixers side and Milton wins it. And then Harris gets it and he is fouled and that should just about do it. 
with 27.6 seconds to go in overtime. The Jazz just uh, can't believe it that uh, they let this game slip away. And again, I'm going to be very interested to, once I'm done recording this uh, podcast, I will go back and see what the ruling was, what the, the logic was from the referees on that O'Neal steal that really was a, a, a huge play at the end of uh, the fourth quarter. As Harris knocks down the first free throw and he makes it a three-possession game now, it's going to take uh, pretty much a miracle if, if the Jazz are going to win this. But stranger things have happened in the NBA. Harris, again, an 89% free throw shooter. He's got one more to make it an eight-point lead. And he does. And the Jazz now will use their second-to-last timeout to try a draw up a play. But uh, if they don't score here, this, uh, this, this is in the books. Harris now with 22 points and 11 of the 22 coming in the overtime session. Mitchell, prior to uh, being ejected, finishes with 33 points, 12 of 34 from the field. He really struggled in uh, in the closing stages of the fourth and overtime. Uh, but uh, eight rebounds, six assists, and three turnovers for Mitchell. For Philadelphia, Joel Embiid up to 40 points on the night, 14 of 27 from the field, 10 of 13 from the line, and Two of five from three, including one of the two that uh, led to uh, the uh, the game being tied, the game winning or the game tying three at the end of regulation. As uh, again, watching the 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 Jazz broadcast, they're showing the replay of that O'Neal steal. And what's what's really puzzling about that is the idea that. Not only did they blow the call seemingly on the floor, unless I'm missing something, they also blew it looking at it at the replay. So Ingles will inbound it for Utah. It's Ingles, Bogdanovich, Conley, Clarkson, and O'Neal. Ingles struggling to get it in, and he's going to have to use the Jazz's final timeout. So the Sixers doing a good job with ball pressure and also a denial and Ingles had no options. And I'm not sure, per, perhaps, again, just speculating here, that uh, perhaps the referees were able to recognize that they, they blew the call on O'Neal, uh, on that O'Neal steal, but for whatever reason, you know, there are certain restrictions on what calls they can change, what calls they can overturn, what they can actually do with the replay. And uh, perhaps uh, that isn't one of those uh, things. You know, taking what wasn't out of bounds and changing it to jazz possession. But... I got to say, too, you know, looking at this Jazz team, they've had, uh, for the most part, pretty good team-wide performances in both this game and the, the loss against the Pelicans on Monday. 
the one, you know, kind of sore spot has been Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell went 7 of 21 in that game against New Orleans. And he's 12, he went 12 of 34 tonight. The ball inbounded to Clarkson in the right corner. He takes a 3-0. O'Neal with the rebound. Kicks it out to Ingles. Back to O'Neal. Right wing three. That's short. Rebound by Tobias Harris. And it looks like that will do it. The Jazz will let them dribble out the clock. And the Philadelphia 76ers get a big time win at home in overtime over the Utah Jazz. 131-131 to 123. This was an absolute blast to bring you this game, one of the games of the season uh, between two excellent basketball teams. Thank you so much for for joining me throughout the evening. And uh, again, if you can can subscribe, rate and review Duncan Dynasty, that's D-U-N-K-I-N space D-Y-N-A-S-T-Y, you can rate, review uh, the the podcast, uh, subscribe on on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. That's much appreciated. Um, check out uh, some of our previous episodes from the last couple of weeks, and uh, you know, stay tuned for uh, for next week's episode and uh, episodes every Wednesday, uh, as uh, we'll be we'll be bringing you content throughout the NBA season as well as the off season. But uh, with that, I will. Uh, I will say good night again. The the final score, the Philadelphia 76ers 131, the Utah Jazz 123. I've been your host, Garrett Bouguet. Thank you so much, and have a great rest of your evening. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or... Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com Internet for details.